kept you waiting. Gamers, rise up. Welcome back to the Crosscast, the Crossplayers podcast, coming to you every week live on, not live, pre-recorded, but um, live as you're listening to it. Uh, my name's Ethan, you might remember me from um, such Nintendo Switch reviews as Red Game Without a Great Name, um, or um, The Bridge. Um, so today I've got three fellow podcasters with me absolutely amazing gentlemen um and i'm absolutely thrilled to be in their company first of all is it a bird is it a plane whatever it is it's going to buy a limited edition version of a game trade the game in and then keep the steelbook it's the man of steelbook dan ward how are you mate (laughs) well done yes somewhere deep in the heart of scotland Lewis just got an erection. <laughs> what is this? How are you doing? You okay? Good. I'm yeah. well, mate. How are you? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. Fan Dabby Dazer. Um, cool. Next up on the 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 lineup, the motley crew that we've assembled here to go over some uh, E3 news is uh, a freshly vaccinated boy that's uh, an absolute poker freak and um, someone who's recently had a couple of fantastic articles go live on uh, Nintendo Life. So. It's Nate. How you doing, mate? You good? Hello there. I was waiting for the joke then. <laughs> no, I mean, I can, no, I no. can rethink it and come back to you if you want. <laughs> no, that's all right. That was complimentary, so it was the best one I've had so far. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, rounding out this absolutely incredible ensemble, really, of uh, podcasting greats, we've got the, the, the Google Stadia, the Google Stadia ambassador, the, the 8-bit Doe uh, conqueror. The Mr. Shovel hands himself. It's Ben. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> Very good, Ethan. Great job. Loved that. Loved that. Thank you. I wanted to. I just wanted to heart back to that shovel hands joke because it makes me laugh still. And uh, <laughs> but Lewis, <laughs> mate, I appreciate that. I nearly, nearly went. And who's he going yep. to do next? And I was like, oh yeah, it's just Ben left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. So we've got an absolutely jam-packed podcast full of succulent news succulent e3 predictions and even a little game at the end here so um what i thought we'd do is i thought we'd we'd just go over some little pickups first like we usually do get the news out of the way we've got a smattering of news pre-e3 news before we get into the actual e3 stuff um and then we're going to go into the main topic which is the e3 predictions uh for this year so but before we do that uh just to let you know we've got a few things coming up over the next week. We're going to be doing a bunch of different E3 uh, related things. So we've got this podcast, and then we've got um, some live streams for the different events, like the Nintendo one, 
uh, which will be followed up by some podcasts and stuff, giving our thoughts on it and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then we'll have a bunch of different videos going out um, on Twitter as well, and we'll no doubt be tweeting shite memes and little little jokes here and there as well on social feeds. So be sure to follow the cross players on Twitter if you want to catch up on that stuff. And then Jack uh, will Jack will be streaming it to YouTube or Twitch. What do you think? Probably YouTube, I'd say, because I think we were a bit keener on that, weren't we? Um, getting yeah. it all on, getting it all on there. There is the yeah. E3 orgy as well. Don't forget the E3 orgy. You know, we are having that. Right, it is right, all digital yeah. this year, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. That, that's um, that's going to be at an exclusive location. So if, if you're not aware of that already, then you've probably missed out on that. Um, but not to worry, because the, the content will be good. Um, other, another thing I wanted to mention as well is the um, FIFA tournament. There's an amazing video from uh, one of Dan's friends that he's contracted out um, to do this sort of promotional video for us that's on Twitter. So go and check that out for sure. Um, and also, I just wanted to say well done to Jason as well for the recent um, Game Club stuff. The, just listening to the Game Club review uh, for May, which was really good. Talking about uh, Dirt, was it, I think? Um, so, mm-hmm. brilliant. Go and check the that game. out as well. Yeah. Just, no, just Dirt in general. Yeah. Uh, soil. <laughs> grit. I think the acidity is, is quite bad here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, okay, right. So, that's all that shit out of the way. Now, let's get onto the actual good stuff. So... I thought we'll just quickly go over our um, pickups. So we've got we've got quite a few, haven't we, on here? Um, so let's go over to who should we go to first? Ben, let's go to you first. What have you been picking Excellent up and choice. what have you been playing? Um, so I picked up uh, another week, another Switch game, another bargain. I picked up um, the uh, PGA Two K Twenty One, which I am I'm led to believe is a golf game <laughs> and golf. <laughs> Golf, as you know, I'm a big fan of. So uh, I thought I'd pick that up. It was only a tenner Incredible. from Amazon. Incredible. So I thought that's a pretty it's good deal. I worry about you, mate. I worry about you so, so much. You know Mario I Golf's coming out this month. Golf, but yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I just... Do you ever just get a hankering for a, a, a game of golf? Not in real yeah, Ma- life. Yeah, Mario Golf, maybe. No, but not, not, what... not like silly golf, you know. Like three weeks from now, like literally, I'm I'm half expecting you to be like, yeah, guys, I'm uh, I'm addicted to heroin. That's what's happened now. <laughs> I've gone on the There's slippery only slope of, of buying golf games for a tenner on Amazon. He said, he said the first hit was free. So yeah. come on, yeah. who's laughing? <laughs> a hick rock we, uh... when I realised that game was coming out for free on the Switch in two days' time, and here I am addicted to heroin. Right, come on. My, my favourite uh, thing about that is it's got one of those, you know, those like foil stickers you get on like sports stuff where it's like, this is an yeah. official piece of memorabilia. Yeah. If that like you have on a, on a, on the brim of a cap. I'm going to yeah, put that yeah, on, my, like... on my hat. <laughs> it should be like that meme of the two people like, you know, where they've got their arms like that and they're like clasping them and it should be like snapbacks and official video games <laughs> and then the sticker in the middle. <laughs> Make that meme. Um, but Love yeah, I'm, I have actually, I've genuinely had my eye on that for a little while because it did review quite well and I'm partial to the odd golf game. So why not? But the big pickup was uh, an Xbox Series S. Ooh, um, yeah. I took advantage of the uh, deal that they're doing in game at the moment where if you trade in uh, an old console, you can get uh, like a hundred quid. Well, you basically pay a hundred quid for the for the Series S. Absolutely, um, and it's such a cool little machine. Really good, like just yeah. tiny, tiny. 
Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. literally when we were talking about it, but when, when you unbox it, it's like, is that it? Genuinely, yeah. is that it? Just a couple of cables at the back, and that's probably like the most obtuse thing about it. But I love the look of it. I mm. really genuinely like absolutely adore the look of it, and it looks really, really cool. It's like a centerpiece on the desk as well. Yeah. Um, uh, mine, yeah is, mine is obviously tucked well under the desk out of any <laughs> sight line. <laughs> Why have we got that? Because we got, didn't we get that big Xbox a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Different. Yeah. Different. Different one. Um, I tell you what, so yeah. though, like compared to the other two, it's like the PS5. I don't know about the Xbox because the, the the design of the Xbox is quite discreet, even though it's a it's a big boy. But the PS5, mm. it's just like fuck off. You've got to careful. have it in front of your telly. You know what I mean? Like you just, you've just got yeah, an alien careful. device in you in your room. It's yeah. it's so you, big. It looks like can't. Homer's car. It's just like. <laughs> It's mad. I saw one in person for the first time in CX. Mm. Just looking for the window, and it was like half the display. They just like they they just grab the eye as well. They're mad. I can't. I I almost want to wait for a redesign. Just um, the, just the, the only thing that grabs the eye. By more. the way, that sorry, go on. No, I was going to say just in case anyone listening, uh, Nate was referring to Homer Simpson, not the Greek philosopher Homer. <laughs> I, I don't think he had a car. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder he's so philosophically adept because he was getting from point A to B fucking 20 times faster than all the others. Um, Ethan, mate, though, you've, you've got to be careful what you say about the PlayStation 5. Like, if you say anything negative, Laurie will end you. He'll find okay, you. He will. Yeah. I mean, he's I think Sony pony. The, I, I respect the fact that, they, that they've got the, the confidence to be so egregious with the design. Um, but what I was going to say was, was the only thing more eye-catching than... Than the PS5 itself and the CEX window is probably the fucking nine hundred pound price tag that's underneath it. Um, yeah, no. yeah, which is a bit tragic, oh, but yeah, it's unbelievable. But yeah, I, I actually we we walked past the CEX a couple of weeks ago and I think they were seven hundred and eighty quid. And I said to wow. Stacey, "That's what I saw." God, can you can you believe that? Like how expensive they are? And she was like, "Wow, how much were they to start with them when they're brand new? Like expecting it to be like a grand." I was like, yeah. 4, 450 quid? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and that's just like, just blows your mind, doesn't it? Yep. If they were in stock, it wouldn't be happening. No. Yeah. The only positive thing I would say is like, you see the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox and the CX window, Ethan, and they haven't been shifted. Like yeah, people yeah. aren't buying them from them, which is actually makes me quite happy. I've seen the same Series yeah. X now for, I don't know, about two months. I keep yeah. touching the window and going, no, Dan, no. <laughs> and the other good side, uh, the other the other positive is that we're also it means we're getting more PS4 games as well. Like the fact that they can't yeah. shift the units of a PS5 quick enough uh-huh. must have yeah. some bearing on the fact that we're getting you know all these supposedly uh, next gen games on on PS4. Hundred percent. Everyone's gonna. Everyone's gone on about like, well, we didn't used to get that, and it was great to have like a generational leap and stuff. And it's like, we've just been through the worst year in living memory, and we're going into a recession. How Mm. about this time? How about this time? We do think (laughs) about the last console. Um, I want Horizon to have make the use of it. Shut up, shut up. We're lucky we (laughs) we're lucky we can buy the games. We're lucky they're coming out. Aloy's got hair on her face on the PS5 and on the PS4 (laughs) version. She doesn't have a and she swims different. Like, I get it. <laughs> sit down, have a wank. Calm down, mate. You know, I, I get it. Because like, outside. Ratchet looks amazing, but this is the one time where I'm like, totally put it on PS4. I'd love for people who are gonna own a PS4 for the next four or five years because they can't afford a PS5 to play that game. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's when people I, are I like, there's it... no precedent set for it, and you just need to go like, look at your phones. Like, how yeah. many older phones run the newest OS on it? Exactly. Mm. Mate, chill out. Like, it's so common now. Just calm down again. 
I think it's like even though the even though the consoles are selling out instantly when they come back into stock, I think it's gonna hurt the it hurts the new console hype to an extent because by the time most people can get a PS5, the console will have been out for a year. And then it's like, well, it's new to me, but it's it's not a new console anymore. Do you get what I mean? Like, it, I don't know if that's a thing it, really, but it feels like a bit. It depends on the games. It depends yeah. on the games because because we kept it going. The Wii came out. You had you had Wii Sports. You had Twilight Princess. People going mental, and then they added stuff like Super Mario Galaxy, and they kept that hype. And the Wii was sold out for like nearly two years, and mm, it never really ridiculous. died down. Mm. Yeah. And this this will be exactly the same. They'll keep adding to I the think library, so. and yeah, I, I don't. Well, I don't yeah. doubt that for a second. Once we see stuff like God of War and that, that's what you know. It'll it'll be exactly the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So that is that it for you, Ben? What have you been you picked up? That's and it for what, me. What have you been? What have you been playing? Quiet week. Oh, Christ on a bike! Uh, I have been <laughs> playing. That's different. <laughs> um, is that, is that little, an exclusive? Little... <laughs> it's controversial. Controversial racing game. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, what have I been playing? I have been playing a little bit of Knockout City. Uh, I think we've all played that, haven't we? Now mm-hmm. a wee bit, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, it's bloody good. It's mm-hmm. really surprisingly excellent. Um, I think from the initial reveal of it, everyone kind of wrote it off because it was just a crap trailer it didn't show off what was good about the game at all but then you actually play it and it's really simple to get into um but it does that thing of you know having extra layers of depth that you don't even realize uh and so you can employ strategy you know it helps to be playing with people you know and talking to your teammates and stuff it's it's really got a a good kind of fortnite-esque like grip to it like you really Mm -hmm. want to just keep playing and and do better the next time around and unlock more stuff and level up and what have you. Um, that's the, um, sorry, I was going to say that seems to be the pull of it though, because what was the Splatoon knockoff that we got? Ninja. Ninja. I was going to mention yeah. that. Like, people weren't really like keen on that, but people mm. are really keen on getting Fortnite knockoffs. And I think I'm the same. Like, I think that mechanism and the way the game plays really appeals mm. to me. Whereas like Splatoon, Splatoon, I like it in that environment. I don't really want to play anything different similar so yeah it's got splatoon this sounds crazy but splatoon is too difficult you know like i find i find it too difficult to uh, to be good at whereas this once you you get to a certain point yeah yeah whereas this feels like it's a and obviously it's a new game so there's an element of that but it feels like a pretty level playing field and then Mm. you pick up a few advanced techniques but you can still make do with literally just chucking a ball and trying to avoid balls yeah that's um, what fortnite does really well doesn't it yeah i mean the exactly. games that we've all played i think where we've won we've we're not the best builders like by far mm. so when you come up against someone like that right at the end you could be a squad of four and there's just one fantastic builder and you get wiped out whereas mm. uh with this it seems to level the playing field quite well that's yeah. what uh, that's what yeah. i do with fortnite is um if i'm ever getting my ass handed to me on pc i just in order to give myself a bit of an ego boost i just go on the switch and then get a dub instantly because uh <laughs> If you go on the Switch, people That's just don't build on that platform because it's about three FPS. But um, that was that was what I was going to say on um, on Knockout City is I'm surprised at the performance of that game. Like I'm I'm doing the review for Switch player, so Lewis, tick off your um, your bingo card for this issue because I've just mentioned that. Ding ding ding. Um, but I'm doing the review for for Switch player. Um, there goes that erection. So one of the thing, so you'll be able to have a look at that. But one of the things that I was 
surprised about is how well the game runs on Switch. Like, it feels like it's actually been built with that console in mind. Um, whereas even though yeah. Epic Games have done really well with adapting Fortnite to Switch, um, mm-hmm. this game, it runs super well and then you've got a performance mode and a graphics mode. Um, so you can choose whether you want the better visuals or the higher frame rate, uh, which is really good. Hmm. Um, and then it really makes me think that um, Fall Guys is going to have to is going to have to fucking book its ideas up when that comes out on Switch because if you've got a hmm. similar sort of game that's trying to appeal to a similar audience, that's going to have to perform as well as a uh, well. It doesn't have to, but. Um, there's going to be comparisons made there, if that makes sense, when that game comes out. So uh, I'm interested yeah. to see what that ge- what that game runs like. But um, yes, yeah. yeah, it's a good point. You've you've brought up Fall Guys. I, my one concern for this is it's uh, like a a one week or two week flash in the pan, and then people will lose interest. Like E three's coming up, people will take their eye yeah. off the the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, and then just start playing other stuff. But it yeah. would be a great shame though, because there, there's definitely something there more so than any other kind of any any kind of multiplayer game that I've played recently, yeah. this well, one yeah. has We're not gonna, got something the, special the, about the it. The gameplay is just just smashing. It's just such mm. good, like really well thought out gameplay. And like once you get into a good team, or like when me and Ethan were playing together the other day, I like if I it all clicked into place for me. I was like, oh my god, this makes sense. I can see my teammates. I can pass the people. Like it's really simple mechanics but you're right as soon as you start playing it properly and you're playing with the right people you're like mm. this game's amazing <laughs> yeah i think you're um, they're just w- barging each other like me and ethan did for about five minutes oh, straight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the the thing with that game as well is it it captures that fortnite gameplay loop but it's also like you can jump into a little game it's it's like that uh almost couch co-op golden eye-esque gameplay where you can mm. you can get in a little private match with, with people and like just take each other on and have a bit of fun but i think um we're not gonna we're not gonna go into ea because they're doing their ea play thing in july so that's fucking ages away um yeah. but oh. i think that time in benefits knockout city because they'll obviously probably release new stuff for knockout city in july mm. and then it'll give the game a little bit of an adrenaline boost if e3 takes some of the audience out of it so um, I think that we'll definitely get some sort of new Knockout City stuff, whether it's just cosmetics or new game modes or whatever. We'll get that in July. Um, mm. But yeah, is that, is that all from you, Ben, for games? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I started uh, Ratchet and Clank last night. Not not the new one, the uh, 2016 one, um, mm-hmm. as part of Game Club. So I won't go... Still a banger. Of time, conscious of time, so I won't go too in-depth. But yeah, played about two hours of that and good fun. Very good fun. Very... Um, polished and uh i didn't realize it was a cover shooter i felt like i was playing gears of war to start with I was like what the fuck i thought this was like some happy fucking jumping around action platformer and hiding behind stuff getting shot at by helicopters yeah. there's a, there a lot more shooting in that game than yeah. i thought there was going to be when i picked it up <laughs> but yeah good good uh good fun anyway enjoying that Nate, we'll go to you next. What what have you been? What have you picked up, and what have you been playing? I've been a busy boy, so I hope my partner doesn't listen to this. So I <laughs> I picked up. I finally got Hollow Knight physically. Our group chat is the worst thing that's ever happened to my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so we like. I think Andrew posted he found a really good deal for Hollow Knight. So I was like, great. I've wanted Hollow Knight physically for ages. I'll pick that up. It was on eBay um, via Argos. And whilst I was on eBay, I was like, I just type in Hollow Knight merch, see what happens. And then uh, I bought this little figure of the knight, which you might be able to see behind me, you gentlemen. But uh, 
And then I someone put, someone put in the group, oh, um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, only eight quid, obviously bought, 100%, get that physically. Uh, and this one I can't blame on anybody else. I went to the shops the other day, I walked past a game scene, which is a used game shop in uh, my area, mm. and I found in the used game section Catherine for Switch for 20 quid. And I was like, well, I'm obviously buying that. I like, I like anime and tits. So let's, um, <laughs> and, and, it, and it's a puzzle game apparently as well. So just a, just a triple win. Really getting yeah, that's what go in that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I, I've, always, I've always wanted to play that game. I've always had a good eye on it. Uh, and I'm really happy that I've got it for Switch now. Um, I haven't played any of those yet because I've been busy with some stuff. Um, so I'm currently playing Sludge Life. Has anyone seen that one um, mm -hmm. kind of announced and come out? Yeah, it no, looks really no. good, doesn't it? It looks weird, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, Sludge Life is this really weird lo-fi 3D exploration game where you play kind of like a young kid. He goes around tagging buildings and taking photos, and it's just got such a weird, gross aesthetic. Um, and I think kind of the point of it is to go around and tag as many buildings as you can. But also, there's not really a point, and there's kind of a story, but there isn't. It's like, it's a proper, um, just just enjoy the ride game. Just go in, don't really stress about it. We've just created a really particular vibe, and enjoy that. Like, it's it's mad, um, and the music's really, really good. So I've been playing Sludge Life, and I played a little bit of Super Bomberman R online. Has anyone else touched that? No, I've always wanted that, though. It's always looked banging. Yeah. So it came it, out uh, right at the start of Switch, didn't it? Well, that's Super Bomberman R. So they've just uh, brought okay. out Super Bomberman R online is the previously Google Stadia exclusive Ooh. online multiplayer mode. So it's 64 combatants at once, all trying to bomb the ever-loving flip out of each other. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I remember years ago when we started getting Battle Royales, I was like, do you know what the original Battle Royale is? fucking bomber man and i'm so happy <laughs> that like we we have that now because i grew up on bomber man like i had it on the game boy i had it on my sega um and unfortunately it's shit um which is, <laughs> which is a shame and i and i love bomber man i really love it um but it's really slow it takes like minutes to get into a match um, the free to play like microtransaction stuff is like pretty piss poor. Like if mm. you if you don't pay anything, you get basically nothing. Um, and the characters you unlock by paying have special skills. So if you're free to play, you don't have an advantage. Mm. Um, it's it's really bollocks. <laughs> there's there's a couple of free ones, a couple of free characters, but the other characters have different skills, um, and those ones you have to pay for. So it's like and you and you yeah, it's just weird. And it has both a paid mode and a season pass. So you would have to pay to get everything. You'd have to pay like a tenner to get the paid mode, the premium edition, and then get the season pass. It's really mad what they've done. It's really mm. stupid. You'd have to be you'd have to be Strange. really into it to pay that, wouldn't you? Because like, and I'm really into Bomberman. I'm the yeah, sort of person yeah. who's stupid with mm. his money. Uh, and if they didn't hook me, if it's so bad they didn't hook me, they've really got it wrong. Yeah. Oh well. Um, which is a shame. It's a shame because I was really excited about it because you can get like the Silent Hill Pyramid Head bomber and like Alucard bomber and like loads of other Konami things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if Super Bomberman R, it's free. It's worth a punt. Like it's not. It's not bad. It just takes ages and it's not very satisfying. 
Like, the gameplay is still Bomberman, and it's still really good, but, like, unlocking stuff is dire. Hmm. It was good when it was on Stadia. It was when it was an exclusive to Stadia. It was fine. Yeah, that that yeah. one Stadia exclusive. Other than yeah. shame, it's because you're winning every match. Because like the matchmaking just timed out, and then it's just like, yeah, you've won, mate. Here's your here's your fucking points. Hey, by yeah. default, it's still a win. Yeah, All yeah, sixty-four Stadia owners gathered round. <laughs> what, what time we did it, lads? Three thirty. Yeah. <laughs> still a virgin. Yeah, I'm still a virgin, mate. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Right, so that so uh, Dan, Danny boy, let's go over to you next. Go on, what have you been mm. playing? What have you been gaming? Well, much like Nate, uh, the group has destroyed me, so I bought Sinara Wild Hearts. I think that was Ben's fault, to be fair, because he originally pitched it when we were on the crosscast, and then, yeah, picked that up for eight quid or whatever it was. Um, yeah, shout out to Luke, who had the audacity in the Discord say, well, if I buy 10 of them, I can trade them in in CEX for nine pounds at the moment. <laughs> so technically, I would get the game for free. I was like, fair play, that's like top love shittery. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Times are tough. Hustle. Yeah, he was just like, you know what, nine quid, can't do it, let's do it. Um, I think he's just petrified of his misses from what people have said, so I can, I can assume that. Um, Ratchet and Clank, Friday, so pre-ordered that. I need to pick it up from game, um, which I'm really looking forward to. That should be quite fun. Mm. Um, and then in terms of, uh, yeah, one thing on Ratchet and Clank that I kind of put down on a note, it's like, have you read the kind of... Um, anecdotes from the staff that it didn't crunch when they yeah yeah so good very interesting that a positive news is coming out for it mate yeah i wonder how much they were paid to say that insomniac are the absolute crown jewel of playstation and didn't they pay under like either just over or under a million for them yeah ridiculously cheap (laughs) and microsoft paid four billion for bethesda It's, it's not a thing to compare, but like, mate, Insomniac are one of the best working studios in the world. Yeah, well, mm. like, imagine all the units of Miles Morales and Spider Man, like, they've yeah. already flogged. And then Miles Morales that, is still in charts. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then on top of that, then they're going to flog a shitload of Ratchet and Clank, like, mm. to a bigger install base than what's mm. currently available on Xbox. And then Xbox are going to shift how many units of Infinite on Game Pass and that kind of mm. thing. It's like, yeah. Christ, a less than a million quid. They must just be rubbing their hands together. Herman Holst is just like, yeah, made up with them. But yeah, they um, are good. They are, are they, they? They could well be the best best developers out there. Maybe Nintendo, yeah. notwithstanding. But they're like, very Nintendo esque, yeah. though, aren't they? Yeah. The way that they approach yeah. games, I think they're just they've got the heart. Their philosophy. Of what want. Yeah. yeah. I hope yeah. they get a chance to do another Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, definitely. Completely I think. I think we're going to get that game, depending on what the licensing thing is with Microsoft, I think we're going to get a an up version of that game for all platform, all new generation consoles, and it's like a definitive Sunset Overdrive, Sundown edition, fucking Suns Up, Guns Out edition, um, and then <laughs> and then we'll see how the, sa- see how the sales of that, <laughs> Suns Out, Guns Out edition, yeah, the way they, um, see how that sells. And then think about it from there. But I think with the IP they've got at the moment, I don't, I, I can't see Sunset Overdrive as a priority to be honest. Because Spider-Man's the evolution of that gameplay in a sense, isn't it? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And like, there's no way on earth you can't tell me with Into the Spider-Verse two lined up, and Sony clearly invested in the Spider-Man IP, and they've just made Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. There's no way you can't tell me Into the Spider-Verse game is next. Mm. Good point. That would be really good. Well, cool. what about um? The Sly Cooper uh, multiverse mascot multiverse rumor. Have you seen that? 
Well, I, I, yeah, the, the Twitter thread they did the other day showing off that gun, the Rhino 8, was it called? The... Where it just pulls in the, yeah, the different God, assets. I, I, I really like that, but I wish they hadn't revealed it. Yeah, mm. I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah. But it's not like, literally that game doesn't need any more of a shot in the arm. It could be getting reviews at like six and sevens, and I still think people will buy it in bucket loads because they just love yeah. that franchise. Um but yeah, look. Luckily, it seems to be reviewing really, really well. I think it's yeah. Like it's nines. getting nines, nines across yeah. the board. What, Washington Post, um, Gene Park, who's a, a reviewer I really respect. His his Twitter said, post is fucking said, legendary as well. Ver, verbatim, the best PlayStation exclusive since Bloodborne. I mean, really? Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean that. Looking I forward to it. I believe that. Yeah, Cracking. really looking forward to it. Um, and other than that, I'm kind of like in my perfect element here because I've been playing a shitload of Hades when I absolutely despised that game probably about six months ago. And I'm <laughs> hooked, hooked on it. Um, Lewis, you listening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dying an awful lot. So I can get past Meg or her sisters relatively easily. I'm still favoring the bow over other weapons. That's I don't what know I that's, that's what solid. I got. Nice. Yeah, enjoying that more. I can get past the... It's not Leviathan. What's the name of the... The, the Bone Hydra. Thank you, Bone Hydra. Really, really easily. It's the rooms where those fucking butterflies are. The butterflies, man. They... Yeah. Oh, I hate them. That dick. feels so like a turning point in the game of like, oh, you, you thought you were good at the beginning. Yeah. Here's yeah. the next bit. Yeah. <laughs> But you'll get like an amazing like boon. You'll be like, right, I've got plus four hundred percent on my special. Like I am dominant, and it's a spreading, yeah, like, killing things off. And then those butterflies, and it takes maybe one of one or two of those in a room, and three or four of the little blooming pointy boys that come at you, like yeah, and, and then they like, respawn, don't they? If you don't kill them, yeah. quick enough. And then it's just that oh. kind of mechanic of like going round and round, it's just a nightmare. Either that, or when you get on the barge, and you're just like. Like, you're going to be stuck now with those <laughs> things that just wait and then drop on you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not up to... I can't remember what the boss in that area... Oh, it's the Minotaur in that area, isn't it? And the <coughs> other guy as well. Yeah. Um. So I can off the Minotaur. I just can't get the other guy with the shield. Nice. Like, I'm struggling <laughs> on that point. So that's where I'm like, yeah, I'm going back and forth. But I get it now. The game is really fun. And hmm. the joy of dying and picking up more of what's actually happening in the story, Max... Um, yeah, it is good. It is good. So yeah, just making it? a note of uh, offing the Minotaur as a potential episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Handing off the Minotaur. There we go. That's even worse. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing, Ethan. Righty tighty. So I've pi- I've also picked up Sinara Wild Heart. Um, I actually paid a tenner for it, so I've been oh. swindled. Two pounds. Fucking mug. Hell. Yeah, um, I am an absolute mug for that. Um, but I played, I think it was, again, I think it was you guys talking about it on a podcast, you, Jason, Ben, um, mm. that convinced me to go for it. I like Shimogo. I've Device 6 is probably my favorite mobile game. If you haven't played that, you have to have an iPhone to play it because it's only on iOS. But if you haven't played that, I highly recommend it. It's like an interactive novel. It's fucking sick. I know saying novel makes it sound not fun. Um, but mm. don't worry, the, there is game elements in, as well as a small amount of reading. Um, so I'd recommend that if you've got an iPhone. But yeah, I played through Serenara Wild Hearts in one sitting on Saturday night, and it was absolutely incredible, apart from almost burning my eyes out my sockets because of the um, flashing lights when I was playing it uh, in bed in the dark. Um, yeah, incredible game. It's like playing for an album, and 
it's not often that you play a game and you're like, I've not played anything like this before, and I hadn't played anything like it before. So, uh, mm. a cracking game. Thank you for the recommendation. And then other than that, Knockout City, like we were saying, uh, I've also been playing Skate City, which is like a um, okay chilled indie skateboarder. Um, really fun. It's it's not. It doesn't do anything uh, that I've not seen before in a skateboarding game, but it's perfect for just sitting there if you've just had like a, a long day and you don't really have the, the brain power to to jump into anything you can just sit there and just flick the sticks and do um grinds and tricks and stuff and it's just really intuitive and super fun um got like a lo-fi hip-hop um soundtrack as well so definitely mm. worth checking out if it sounds interesting and then pickups um i said i said i kind of i've kind of melded them all into one but um more words if you like books and not games um i got jason trier's press reset on audible just listen to that really recommend it brilliant uh it's like a bunch of different interesting stories about um development companies and tumultuous development stories like bioshock infinite and stuff like that um but as opposed to his first book it kind of um, focuses in on specific developers and tells their stories in the in individual chapters. So I thought the structure of it was much better. So I definitely recommend it if you liked his first book or if you just like um, game stories. If you like Masters of Doom and shit like that, you'd like it. And then also well, got his um, his, uh, his his kind of brand of investigative games journalism is quite interesting, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. He's pretty. He's basically the guy, isn't he, that does that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you have you heard him on a podcast? Slight tangent. Have you ever heard his voice before? Yeah, I've I've listened to him on um I've listened to a couple of his uh, click. Oh, I can't remember what his podcast is called, but um he has mm. a podcast that I listen to a bit and on kind of funny. Why do you? Think He's he got a higher pitched voice than I imagined from his profile picture. Right, like, right. I, I just couldn't <laughs> put the two things together. I think, just, I think I heard again. I not think, a criticism. Sorry, go on. Say that again. No, it was not not a criticism of him, but I was just like, "Is that that's what he sounds yeah, like?" Yeah. And it really when you listen to someone and then you you have a picture of them in your head and then you see them, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think I I did it the other way around, so I heard his voice first and then saw him, so I've got like the opposite right, thing. Okay. But no, I know what you mean yeah. with that. Um, but other than that, I got Askawata as well, which is um, that collection of uh, musings and thoughts from uh, the former Nintendo CEO. I've not finished it yet, but it's really good so far. It's it's yeah. a lovely little book. Um, lovely hardcover and then it, um, not a steel book unfortunately but it's a lovely hardcover and it's got some some good, some sage knowledge in there um, not not just gaming stuff either it's just like weird like not weird but it's like advice and just like some of the stuff he says it's like fucking hell yeah that's actually a good I, point you know what I mean for life isn't it quite business business orientated isn't it like it's quite focused yeah, on so, how, to, how to run a yeah, team yeah, so Dan you fucking lap it up mate yeah, I was actually thinking synergy. Actually. Yeah, yeah, because um, he he synergy basically the first I've only read through the first section of it, but it basically tells the story of how he how he got started at Hal, and then it 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 goes I became the CEO of Hal, um, and the company was in like five million dollars of of debt, and he's like, um, my wife was unsure about me taking the job, but I but like, I knew that the only person who could do this job in the world was me so i fucking took the job in five million dollars of debt <laughs> and he's like and i was and i was and i just i was reading it and i was like Fuck, this guy is an absolute legend because imagine having that level of resolve in your head where you know that you can do something and you can know you know you can get into a better position so um did he fuck 
did he fuck have that level of resolve in his head? He, <laughs> yeah, well, he's just giving yeah. it the Billy Big Balls. Isn't well, he? he's written <laughs> after the after the after the success he's enjoyed. Um, I suppose he can get, have a bit of revisionist history there, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I've only got more respect for him. I've having read it, so I definitely recommend that if you're a Nintendo fan. But if, if you don't like hmm. reading, then I um I do understand that. Um, so that's why I went for the Audible. So I've got one one for reading, actual reading, and then one to to listen to. So uh, if you've so, yeah. got nice. one to make yourself, here's a question for you, Ethan. If you've listened to an audiobook do you tell people that you've read a book? So if that well, book this then comes yeah. up in conversation... Yeah, this is the thing. Go, yeah, the no, thing I've read because that. Because my girlfriend's yeah, taking a piss at me because um, like, I've, I'd have i barely read fucking books at all, which is really bad because I write, like, I'm, so, I'm writing my job and I write and stuff. So I should be reading more. Um, but I, I, I like listening to an audio book so I can, I can fucking do a Dynamax raid on Pokemon while I'm listening to it. Do you know what I mean? I, I, can, <laughs> I can do multiple things at once. Um, mm-hmm. Or I can empty the dishwasher. I can't empty the dishwasher with a book in my hand because it'll get wet. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I like audiobooks because yeah. I can I can listen to it. I can't oh. focus on an audiobook if I'm doing work, so I, I can't listen to it then. But you can do little yeah. idle tasks while you're listening to it, which is why I like it. But yeah, I was saying I was like, oh, I just finished reading this book, and she was like, reading? You ain't fucking reading it. You're fucking listening to it. So <laughs> that is uh, something that I do disclose to people. Uh, yeah. anyone, anyone if you, if you don't want to disclose it, then you like don't that. need to. Don't know. Hey, if you anyone, if, yeah. if you've listened to that many words, it's the same as yeah. reading that many words. Like yeah. I, I've got I've got ADHD, and it only it took me several years to realise that like I just find it easier to listen to stuff. I just do definitely. So like I oh, no fucking shame in reading an audiobook. I I especially I love doing it when I'm travelling. Because mm-hmm. then I don't yeah, have to take yeah. so much with me. Like, I might take my Kindle in case I do want to hold stuff. But a lot of the time, I'll just load my iPhone up and get some wireless headphones. And you can just chill. You can just walk around. Yeah. There is just such a freeing stuff to it. And, like, I still know what I'm doing. I can mm-hmm. walk down the beach whilst, li- like, walk down the beach whilst listening to a book. Like, do you know how nice that is? Yeah, yeah definitely. I definitely... Yeah. I, I mean, I'm the same as you. I'm the same as you, but... um. And like I, re- I only realised recently as well that it takes me a lot longer to read something than it does. Like me and my girlfriend were both reading something, um, mm. and she like read it instantly, and I was like, "Fuck off! You've not read. You've like skim read that. You know what I mean, read it properly." Um, but <laughs> what, I, what, what I do is, is like I, I read healthy relationship. Like, I, no, but like you know when yeah, but you know like I've just finished my magnum opus, my fucking Crash Bandicoot four review, and I'm like, "Oh, have a read of this. You'll absolutely love it." She she's read it in about two minutes, and I'm like, "Are you sure you read the part about Dingo Dale? Do you know what I mean? You, you're not even you're not even paying enough attention to that to this." Um, but I've realised that like I I read like specific things like multiple times to to make it like sink in and stuff. But so definitely yeah. Audible is an absolutely banger. Um, yeah. But we're not we're not on a book podcast. We're on a games podcast. So let's um, let's get on to the to the main stuff. I think we've actually been going for a long time already. So I'm thinking we should just uh swiftly go over these news things just kind of i'll just kind of go over them quickly and we won't spend too many too much time on them does that sound good good yes yeah okay so it was just a smattering of things because uh, obviously e3 is yet to come uh but we've got a couple of things noted down here that have been happening not everything but just a couple of things have been happening here and there um so Fortnite season seven um has just been announced it's got rick from rick and morty superman's in it um, Harry something Kane is in the game as well um, this weekend, which is absolutely incredible. You know, you can run around as the the representative for this country and gun down other people whilst in the um, whilst in the national kit. 
uh, which is what? it's absolutely incredible, <laughs> right. really, isn't it? <laughs> He's um, one of our own. He's one of our own. Yeah. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So that that's a thing that's happened. Um, also, uh, Ubisoft Tom Clancy project's been leaked. Uh, project Battle Cat, which seems to sort of um, look for this for the sort of Overwatch crowd or the the Rainbow Six crowd, and it's it's going to be some sort of PvP um, game um, that combines the Splinter Cell Breakpoint Division and Ghost Recon worlds. Um, so it's a bit unfortunate that, that that's been leaked, but it seems some ways away. I don't think we're going to hear anything about it at this E3. Um, does anybody have any thoughts on that? Or what I was just, I was, I was hoping it was going to be a He-Man tie-in. That's meant to be all <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when, when I saw Battle Cat, I thought it was going to be a um, fucking like Mad Cat's controller or something. But um, yeah, Battle Cat was like the last time I threw a blooming tea towel over our cat Cherry, and she just started bombing it around the house. <laughs> and she was just in chaos yeah. mode. I, they just they just cannot find a way to monetize a Splinter Cell game, can they? So they no. won't make one. No. Yeah, like I, it's it's a singular experience. It's not this massive multiplayer game. It's designed to be like a single player, like your Hitman and stuff. And they just can't make billions in microtransactions on that. So we're just not going to get one. How shit nope. is that? No, no, stupid. Well, but it's what, like did, wasn't Sam Fisher in something? Last yeah, well, Sam Fisher. Well. Sam Fisher's was in, in a mobile about, game, wasn't yeah, he? He's in, yeah, Sam Fisher's in basically every fucking property, every Ubisoft property apart from Pops Watch like Dogs. Like Pyramid game. Head in Konami. Yeah, yeah. They're just, they're I mean, just like, remember this? <laughs> there is that uh, Splinter Cell game coming to VR, which we'll probably see more of. Um, but yeah, in oh, terms right. of like a, a proper Splinter Cell game. It is just they are the juicy dangler of, of Splinter Cell, aren't they? They're, they're giving it to you in every single way, apart from an actual full proper Splinter fucking, Cell game. But that's fucking bullshit as well. Like the, the amount of like proper popular IPs that are coming out as VR games. Even yeah. Half Life Alex is just like, all right, it's meant to be a really great game, but putting something like that behind a high, high paywall for people like who can't play something that they properly enjoyed. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. And why are they I, why are they doing it with games from an older generation as well? Like it's mm. really, really weird. Very strange. Yeah. I know it's I, money is the answer to that, but by like, the way, I, but I'm not, I, not like, naive. We just seem to have lost stealth games in the current like kind of market because multiplayer like shooting games have just got bigger and bigger and they've got more ridiculous and like stealth is the antithesis of that. And obviously Metal Gear Solid has gone where Metal Gear Solid has gone. It's it's you know and that even got slightly more action orientated. But like, man, I'd love to see a Splinter Cell game made for modern hardware. Like, you know, something where you're actually sneaking around these huge set pieces and it's really visually interesting. Like yeah. I I miss those games so much, but I just don't think there's a I don't think they think there's a market for that single player experience when there clearly yeah. is. Even it's, Arcane. It's, I was going to say, even Arcane and the fact like Dishonored was like an amazing stealth yeah. game where yeah. you had the option to go ham in it if you wanted to. And then like, whoa, here's Deathloop. Killing people, everybody's running around. Here's sexy Sa- women. Sa- same with like Deus Ex as well. Like these yeah. people are people are trying and no one just seems to be able to agree on a way it works. And yet every fucking game has to have stealth in it now. Yeah. yeah you can level is, up stealth. Like, like, yeah. Stealth kill. I, I'm not, stealth, sorry, I, I, I think stealth literally is like you can be quieter when you're crouching. Yeah, mm. I think um, the the last game for me that stealth was absolutely like insane, which I think didn't get enough credit because there was so much other shit going on with it was Cyberpunk because the stealth in that game, 
Um, I mean, I suppose it's not... Yeah, those not developers really stealthed that game over the fucking line, didn't they? Yeah, the lion yeah, baskets. He's not too. No, uh, I think, um, like, if say, if say if someone was kidnapped in a building, right, and you had to get them out, and you could choose whether you wanted to just go in all guns blazing or stealth your way in, you could hack the mm. CCTV system and you could see them on the third floor. So you'd mapped out your, your route before you even went in. So I think that that element of it was really good with that, but it's weird that Ubisoft um, can't see that that game would be big when they're doing Assassin's Creed because that's like a big open world uh, single player experience, isn't it? So it's not like the yeah it's not like they're not doing it. But, so but, uh, I suppose but they could they can monetize that. They monetize that with the shortcut, the XP boosts, and the DLC yeah. and stuff like they. They find a way, to, and, and like a season pass and stuff, they find a way mm. to like make it microtransaction-y. Just don't do Far Cry 7, Ubisoft. Just do a Splinter Cell game, and then just yeah. alternate those and bounce them like, around. Or even Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs is a perfect vehicle for like a stealth mm. game, but they kind of don't even want to give you that agency in those games. Yeah. Which is mm -hmm. weird, because the whole conceit of it, to me, was always about stealth. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah, Watchdog, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Um, okay, so... It's going to be a fun conference. <laughs> couple, couple, of, couple of other things. Um, Switch Pro rumours, but to be honest, I don't even want to fucking talk about that anymore because it's really... Sack them off. off. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, it when it's announced. Yeah, I'm sick of I, it. That, this, to be honest, I actually, don't, I actually don't know Fuck if off. Pro is a thing. <laughs> Last Thursday, I told you. You yeah, missed yeah. it. <laughs> Um, and then the only other interesting thing to quickly just touch on is um, the play date. That little yellow handheld niche handheld system. They had a little update oh. video on that yesterday. Um, it's one hundred and seventy nine dollars. That's about one hundred and fifty pounds. But it's probably going to be closer to two hundred if we're if we're importing it, aren't we? From from the UK. Mm -hmm. um, but in the video, they showed a bunch of different games that you can get for it. Um, there's a little stereo dock for it, which makes it look like an old television, and it has a fucking pen holder. Um, and then the most the thing that I've highlighted here is um, the Obra Dinn creator Lucas Pope is making a game for it called uh, Mars After Midnight and it uses the little crank thing on the side of the console so you're like a it looks like you're a bouncer at a nightclub and um, little little alien creatures will knock on the door and you have to like crank the little uh, you know the little flap thing on the front of the door and look mm. through mm. and like sort no. of inspect the geezers <laughs> and let them know if you want to let them in. So um, it looks like a an interesting little console. Is anybody looking into getting one of those? It looks so interesting. I'm fascinated. I love handhelds. I was been fascinated by this, but it is literally twice the price I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and mm. what I mm. thought I could conceivably pay for what is a novelty, and as well as a idea i always thought the point of this system for them was to get it into developing countries like oh places that maybe charging isn't as accessible and maybe that sort of thing hmm. so suddenly instead of being this toyetic maybe impulse purchase under 100 quid like your 2ds i now don't know who this is for other than enthusiasts yeah mm. it's very niche now, i, th I it? think that's what sexy. it is i think that's what it is because i think the build quality like it's designed by someone who designs like um music equipment or something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think like, the build quality... It looks amazing. That... I want one so yeah. bad. It's the sort I... of thing that would be nice to receive as a gift, but you probably wouldn't have spent your own money on a hundred... it. Oh, a hundred percent. You're so yeah. right. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't justify that price. But if I got one, I'd be chuffed with that. Yeah. yeah. I think Is... it's one of those things because... Sorry, I was going to say because of the cost of it as well. There's, like, more opportunity to be disappointed with what it is. 
And I think it because, like you said, Nate, it's twice the cost of what we were all hoping. Like, 100 quid for that is worth a punt. And then you've got yeah. something that's a really nice keepsake. Like, it's only going to be great because of the games that are going to be on it, really niche, and the way that they're going to release them is going to be quite um, quite different. So it made sense to me. But when it's 200 quid, really, um, yeah. the type of experience that you're going to get out with it, it's probably akin to, like, a gaming watch. And Ben, yeah. I, I don't exactly, know how often you exactly. play yours. <laughs> oh, every but fucking like, day. Every day. <laughs> it, in my mind, uh, I'm, I'm not going to pay for that when I could buy myself a Switch Lite. Yes. And I know that's, I know that's the not I the making, benchmark, yeah. but like... Yeah. I mean, it is a benchmark, though, because the the thing is, like, the, the games seem really interesting. Like, there's actually fucking, like, narrative adventures and stuff on this console. I thought the games were going to be well, really the, the simplistic. The maker of Katamari has made a game. Like, the exactly, games yeah. look awesome. Um, and there's but that's a the thing, creator the, thing. The limitations of the, of the platform will force people to be creative, and that bit is exciting. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. They that have I love. To, yeah, the and that's thing great, is, but the price of entry is just a bit too high. Yeah. yeah. The the other thing as well is they sh- they showed off um Pulp, which is like this in web browser um tool that you can create your own games with, which is really exciting for me yeah. because I think like you were just saying, Ben, people can get creative with it. And looking at mm. the tool, it looks really intuitive, easy to use. Like that got me really on board because I thought, oh my god, yeah. the possibilities of this being able to download different people's games is really, really exciting. So uh, we'll see what happens with the launch of that. It's worth saying yeah. as well, fur fucks to um panic the people who are making it. <laughs> Because, um, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. There's nowhere near as much demand for this as there is for new graphics cards or the PS5. But they've got this system in place with pre-orders where um, they're not going to close pre-orders if it sells out. They said we're not expecting it to sell out straight away. Um, mm. But if it does sell out, we're not going to close the pre-orders. We're going to let you pre-order it. Let you give us your money, um, and then when it's ready, we'll we'll send out and stuff, and we'll give you updates and stuff. So, I think. Um, the way that they outlined the ordering system is is quite refreshing for for me as someone oh, who's so sat up at night quivering in fear at the thought of the um, Skyward Sword amiibo going live at four a.m. and it selling out. <laughs> so that and the analog pocket is the uh, only comparable thing in the last year. Where I'm like, I want the analog pocket more than anything, but it sold out in an instant, and then it disappeared, and then it got delayed. Like that has been handled badly i think mm-hmm. so i'm it's refreshing and i will say as well like i literally wrote an article the other day for nintendo life about how i missed nintendo making handheld games because they mm. were constrained they had to make things like WarriorWare. they made weird stuff like nintendogs because they could only make these small games and they wanted to make use of weird features that they could put into handhelds so like I, I want to make it really clear. I'm really excited for Play Day, and I'll probably try and pick one up as well because I yeah. do love the idea of loads of talented developers going, I can only make a file this big. I can only yeah, use these yeah. colors. And it does breed creativity. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So the only thing left, it was the Battlefield 2042 reveal trailer, which just got dropped today. Um, does anybody have any quick thoughts on that? It looks it looks quite interesting. <coughs> haven't we haven't got it. any gameplay. We've not got any gameplay yet. £70, £70 for a multiplayer-only game. Yeah, seventy pounds. No that campaign. Seems to be, that seems to be the discourse, doesn't it? People are saying, "Oh, I hope it doesn't have a a campaign because the campaign's shit," and then it doesn't have a campaign, <laughs> and now people go, "What? You want to pay seventy quid for that?" Yeah. Right, Sem- yeah. seventy quid for a multiplayer game is fine if you don't have to spend a single penny more. If there's no mm. multi, if there's no battle pass, no microtransactions, but I bet there is. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass there will be. Yeah. yeah, that's hanging. 
That is but then people, people are also saying, and someone made the point about, um, you know, nobody's batting an eyelid at paying £70 for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is like a 12-hour, 15-hour game. Mm-hmm. And then £70 for a multiplayer game, which is infinite. You could put hundreds of hours into. Like, I mean, that's, that's a, again, it's, a, it's an interesting point. This whole debate over the price of, of uh, the next gen now. To, to me, the difference in that is tangibility. As a person who likes preservation, I will maybe pay for Ratchet and Clank as a prestigious item, and I can. It's all on the disc. I can play that a few years down the line. I can just put it in, and I know that's going to work. But the idea mm. of something that could fail, could not sell, um, paying for a disc that is just going to need an update and stuff like the the intangibility of that is what scares me about spending that much money and i know not everyone's yeah. the same yeah, yeah I, th- I think with it as well the like ben said the discourse is so fragile over these type mm. of games as well because modern warfare or call of duty i should just say um like dominates that space so like one one bad move for battlefield and it'll go the way of uh, medal of honor you know it, it just won't be picked up in the same way and people just kind of like defer to call of duty so Hopefully, people see sense and go, all right, it's a multiplayer game, going to buy it, going to enjoy it. Hopefully, it's really good as well. So, fingers crossed. I think the Battlefield at one point was sort of almost toe-to-toe with Call of Duty, and now it seems Call of Duty's pulled back ahead. So, I think... It was probably better at one point, because they introduced vehicles far, far quicker. Exactly. It it felt more expansive, I think, as a multiplayer game. So. Yeah, I, but I think now I think they're, they're just leaning into what Battlefield is, which is massive open maps, a bunch of different um, vehicles and way of traversing the map, verticality to it, um, yeah. and I think I do think that is interesting. And I think there's definitely you, you've definitely um, right, Nate, about the disc of it and the, the um, sort of terminus of that game and the the lifespan of it. But the way that I'd think about that is, is I mean, I don't know because it's, it's it's one rule for one game and one rule for another because I want to be able to play. I want if I buy a game physically, I want to be able to go back and play it because I own that mm. game. But at the same time, like I like you, you might have you might go for a mad night out with with your mates and and wake up the next day and check your bank balance and you spent seventy quid on like round the shots or something on like going to fucking mental yeah. and then you're like do you but, know what it was a lit night that and i enjoyed it and that's that's the same sort of mindset i have to this game because it's like I'm like, yeah it's not gonna last forever but it's an online game i'm gonna have a lot of fun with it and then i'll buy the next one when it comes around you know what i mean see my counterpoint to that is what you've described in terms of going out is more like Fortnite, where it's free to get in but if by the end you've had a load of fun and you've spent 70 quid yeah, that's, that's fine that's if true. that club charges 70 quid on the door you get in and it's shit yeah, that's like true. that's the difference. That's very true. That's very true. I spe- that uh, that is. I suppose that might be part of the discourse as well as a lot of the competitors to Battlefield are free to play to start with now because they've, they've adapted is. that yeah. model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Because I, I think Battlefield will offer a lot more content outright than Warzone does, and it won't like because Warzone has Warzone's like the Fortnite model, isn't it? Um, see, we'll we'll see. We'll see what what happens with it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oakley Doakley, as um, Ned Flanders would say, uh, we've we've been absolutely chunnering away, but we've we've not got to the main meat of this podcast, which is E three predictions. So, uh, should E3 we take is... a musical break before we get into that? Oh, let's let's we don't do, often it. do that. Just right. just drop some music. 
go on. So maybe something from Sayonara Wild Hearts since we've all been in Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll drop Let's that in. It. And this is not because I need to urinate. Uh, you know what? You know what, Ben? <laughs> I feel like me and you're on the same yep. wavelength because I was thinking of a way for to get someone else talking so that I could leave to go to go to the toilet. But um, I'm awesome. glad you've done this because I'm Let's really enjoying it. the Sayonara music and I need to go to the toilet as well. Quiet now, Daniel, because I'm talking about, you know, potentially the biggest, the biggest games conference of, of them all, really. Um, let's just rattle off what's happening. We've got the Summer Games Fest tomorrow at 7pm. We've got an IGN Expo. We've got Coke Primetime. We've got the Gorilla Collective on the Saturday, the Wholesome Direct, Future of Play, UB Forward, Devolver Direct, Gearbox E3 Showcase... We've got 24 Entertainment, Naraka Blade Point, which I don't even know what that is. Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, I don't know what that is. Square Enix Presents, PC Gaming Show, Future Games Show. I mean, I hope all the games that were that are shown are coming out in the future, but at least we know the ones shown at that show are. We've got Verizon Expo in television. In television? Yeah, yeah 10 minutes. Uh, in television, Take Two Interactive, Mythical Game Showcase, Indie Indie Showcase, Freedom Game Showcase, Ven Expo, Capcom Presentation, Razor Showcase, Nintendo Direct, Bandai Namco Showcase, Eureka Studio Showcase, and the Game GameSpot Play for All Showcase. So we've got a ton of stuff, and we're not going to be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about specific predictions that we have. Um, so. We don't really need to go over specific events, do we? Should we just bounce it around and say what we want to happen? Yeah. What we think is going to happen, um, and and just do it that way, shall we? Go through. Sound good. Sound good. Yeah. Yep. Cracking. Cracking. Right. I tell you what. I'll go first this time, just to sort of set Ooh. the mood. Oh. Um, and my first prediction is that the ring con attachment is going to be utilized in some way for some announcement at some point over e3 um i think ring for adventure has sold extremely well i think it's top 10 million hasn't it sold it's like genuinely it is over 10 million it's insane it's getting yeah, like mad. it's getting wee fit numbers exactly i'm i'm absolutely loving it um it does get a bit repetitive after a while um but it's really good for motivating you to do to a bit of physical exercise for once in your life uh, i'm talking about me but um, I think they could do some DLC for that game. They could add a little, even if it's just a little mode, they added in that rhythm game to it. They could add in another little game mode to it as an update, um, or they could add DLC content that you could buy, or they could even announce a sequel of some sort. Um, but I think I think that might be that might be something that could happen. I'd like to see it. What do you think? I I think considering people have just got their hands on it all over the place like china's only just got it and they've got this like lump of plastic into so many homes 
I think a DLC is the smartest thing they can do. It, like a DLC or an expansion. Like, don't get me wrong, uh, Wii Fit Plus still sold loads of numbers and people didn't need to get, get the Wii Fit board again. Um, mm. But I, I think in this day and age, just chuck a DLC on it or, or like, and then re release it maybe again with like Ring Fit Plus, they do with some things. Because, um, yeah, but people are only just getting their hands on it because it's been sold out from the moment it went on sale. Like, it's such a weird slow burn of a release you don't really mm. hear about it but it's like just evergreen and people are buying it as soon as it, as soon as it gets made mm -hmm. definitely i think it i didn't get it when it first came out um but then when the pandemic hit i picked it up and i think it's helped a lot of people throughout yeah, the pandemic it's just a perfect sort of uh, indoor exercise game um because you you were hearing things like um dumbbells and like in-home fitness things were selling out as well, weren't you? Like, Mike Ashley was fucking yeah. laughing his way to the bank when people were trying to get stuff from Sports Direct. So, uh, Ring Fit's just a, an extension of that in the gaming world. Um, but, yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 would be my dream. You know, we'd get a little uh, Lynx crossbow training sort of integration with the Joy-Con. Um, and then, um, yeah, that, that does that. So. Yeah, I, hmm. I, I think some modes, even if it isn't, like, you know, running around Hyrule, but like even in Mario Kart, just chuck in some of the modes, make use of it and some other stuff, I think it'd be really good. It's more like a, maybe the, if there's like a, a bus driving game, because it's more like a, like you get the little wheels for Mario Kart, don't you? The tiny little ones. You, you kind of want a, a big one. Like the Rincon could be, it's more like driving a bus, is what I'm trying to say. Is that accurate? Yeah. I'm yeah. You. Can you even use it? Can you even use it for Mario, for Mario Kart? No, it's not compatible with any other game. Bloody Nora. I mean, it's just not acceptable, is it, really? Uh, so I feel again, like maybe Splatoon... No, Splatoon's got too many buttons. I'm trying to think of something with, like, gyro where you could fire, but, like, I, I don't know. There's, there must be something. Star Fox. Star oh Fox. God. Now, that if, would if be If they a good announce one, the Star Fox Barrel game that you... <laughs> no, if they announce the Star Fox game that uses that, I mean, that's just the fucking final straw, that, isn't it? After that, uh... <laughs> After that, for the Star Fox game on the Wii U that used it, I think. Fuck me, people... and then Starlink as well. They were like, "You can sort of have a Star Fox game." <laughs> yeah. Oh god. All right. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm just. Uh, I've just checked the show notes, and oh, something I've written down is really funny there. So sorry for the uh, little giggles there. Um, right. I tell you what. We'll fire over to Dan now for the next for the next uh, prediction. Of <laughs> all people. <laughs> Pull yourself together, Dan. <laughs> You're right, Dan. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Oh, just for anyway, obviously everyone listening, the guys have just been writing stuff in the notes, and I've just been replying to it, and absolutely creased up laughing, and poor Ethan caught wind of it and started. I don't even know off. what you were laughing at because I thought like you can probably you might have been able to hear my cat fucking scratch on the door, so I thought you were laughing at that. But then, you know, it's just I, I genuinely didn't know what Sorcon was. I just walked right into. <laughs> so <can these> ones? <clears throat> okay why e3 um i was genuinely genuinely hoping we will see final fantasy 16 this year because it was one of the playstation exclusives that kind of caught my eye so i'm i'm still begging for that to be an autumn release i don't know if it will be and i think with the bit of a track record this year with big games kind of getting pushed uh other than horizon by the look of it um it may not come. Uh, 
other than people absolutely stating the fact that I was talking about Final Fantasy VII as well on the show notes, um, I'm still thinking that part two will get a teaser trailer now that we're about to get Integraid, or I think Integraid's out today when we're recording, the 9th, um, which obviously the PS5 upgrade, so I would bet Square Enix are quite keen to show off the next um the next episode of that and mm-hmm. i don't know little bit of a optimistic one i'm still hoping we might get some hint at one of the other uh big three final fantasy game remakes and that would be the final fantasy 8 remake that i think i'm hoping for uh i would prefer nine but i think i'll probably go in order and start to do, do stuff you, do you think these things are going to happen whilst they're still churning out seven or do you think seven's going to have to be done and dusted before we even move on to eight or anything I don't know. Honest answer, I think they'll probably wait for it to be done and dusted and potentially move the same team on. But I also yeah. think there would be... If they're still different... alive by then. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, yeah. fucking yeah. 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 Did you see? Um, did you see the uh, the iPhone remakes of uh, Final Fantasy 3 and 4 and stuff? They recently got re-updated with the artwork to say 3D remake. Okay. Um, so after we got, I don't know if you saw in the recent Dragon Quest Direct, yeah. they announced mm. a remake of Dragon Quest Three in the Octopath HD mm-hmm. 2D mm. style. Yeah. So I tell you what, I would kill for Final Fantasy Four, Five, Six in that mm. HD 2D style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I was going to say, think I think that's that more likely to happen. I think so as well. I'm just being optimistic. Uh, oh or, yeah, shoot for the moon. Why not? You know, what a, why not? I mean, Other so in in a nutshell, Dan then. Something Final Fantasy. Something Final would be, Fantasy yeah. would be would your be prediction. I think that's that's, that's safe. I, I think we'll it's, a good, it's a good prediction. Yeah, that, yeah. It's a good prediction. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I think I think this it, year, Ben, after the last couple. <laughs> I think that um, once they have finished the Final Fantasy VII Part Two remake, I think like they'll at least be able to go into another remake, thinking, right, come on, guys, let's fucking let's be a bit more real. Let's be a bit more. Uh, Let's think about what we're doing here, because it feels like when that when that part one yeah. finished, it was an incredible game. But then they were just like, Do you know what? Well, we got we got a lot to like. We didn't know what we, we didn't know what we started here, guys. Um, that's like the, 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 the feedback. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about the next one because the whole pull of the first episode is that you are in Migar and it's kind of like similar to the the original where you're in one area whereas like after Midgar the whole map opens up in seven so I don't know how they're going to handle that I don't know whether or not it's going to be open world and I don't know whether or not they're just going to keep it like I said episodic and just kind of on rails but yeah I think I'm, I don't know I, I imagine it'll probably have to be next gen exclusive oh god yeah 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 you'd assume because because so. un- unless they really do force it down a corridor of a narrative path because like they mm. could in their head go well most of us played final fantasy 7 in this way we went to this place and if you really wanted to you could force that kind of yeah. but like that game when you played it on playstation being that open was mind-blowing yeah so like i hope we don't lose that kind of sense of wonder and being able to explore mm. I, I i have a final fantasy based question do you think final fantasy 16 will be exclusive to next gen I yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think based on the way that it was advertised with the release and the announcement at the PS5, I think that will have to be. Uh, but I would have said the same of God of War before a couple true, of days true. ago. So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it could be. Um, 
Plus, I, I think that will be a timed exclusive. I don't think they've said anything about it not coming to Xbox. And if that's yeah. the case, then, yeah, there's probably a bit of maneuverability around what console they could bring it out on. So basically, I'm saying I would prefer it to be, but I'm also being one of those blooming people on the internet that are being annoying, going, I don't more games on the PS5, when in reality, I'm like, yeah, I'm happy if people on PlayStation 4 can play this. Mm. Hmm. Well, could that be a, um, a big boy Microsoft reveal? To to say, uh, is it integrate or retrograde? The the, the new integrate. thing. Integrate. Final, Final Fantasy VII Integrate is coming to Xbox. Is coming day and date to Game Pass, and then it's what seventy odd quid on PS Five. Do you reckon that's a possibility? Because that's a big boy swing, that isn't it? Sony Sony wouldn't allow it. I don't think that is going to happen. No, I think no so. it would be a huge, gigantic bollocks move. But I don't. Yeah. I just can't see it happening. There's no way contractually. Sony would agree for them being a first-party studio, like a, a first-party timed exclusive. Sony would have paid for that. There'll be mm. something in there saying, you cannot go to Game Pass within a certain amount of our release. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then on, on top of that, you're assuming that a Japanese manufacturer won't do a better deal with a Japanese developer than what a US-based yeah, manufacturer yeah, exactly. will. So exactly, I'm just yeah. thinking, pragmatically, I doubt that would happen. But You might get the base version soon yeah but yeah. yeah it was on ps plus yeah. i do think we'll get retrograde i integrate sorry on um on xbox at some point 100 like it'll definitely happen mm. um it's just a case of yeah six seven months i think away from that like, yeah. actually happen and i think episode two will probably be announced if not you know soon to be out by that point hopefully so yeah I, I don't know how many episodes are doing either have they said three for this they haven't said i don't think so no yeah, if it's um, blooming Peter Jackson doing The Hobbit, you know, could be a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of fucking concern. Every no every location has a game, every single one. Yeah, every <laughs> a disc for every single one. Okay, now. Right. Well, that's a good. That's a, that's a good one. That. Thanks for that, Dan. Thanks, Next, mate. we'll go Thanks over so to. Patronizing. Uh, sorry, I, I can't help it. It's a blessing and a curse. Well, you know what I mean? Do you want a gold star? Yeah, I'll I'll write a I'll write a compliment in the uh, in the game in the show notes for you. Uh, <laughs> next, we'll go over to uh, Ben. We'll go to Ben. Ah, oh, excellent. Um, right, mine mine's quite a quick, quick and easy one. I think we are going to see uh, the Crossplayers Game of the Year 2020 Hades coming on Game Pass. Shadow dropped That's during E3. During the presentation, banging, and just as a little bonus, because I felt that might be a bit too safe. I think we'll get all the other super giant games added to Game Pass as well, because That's I don't think uh, don't think Pyre or Transistor have ever been on Xbox. So oh, really? whack them all on. Tasty. Yeah. That's lovely. So there that. we go. Yeah, that's lovely. Simple. Yeah. Have you got some um, numbers on your forehead and a dial? Because that was very safe, Ben. Wow. Was it safe? That that's that's why I added it. Safe. What? Sorry, yours was, I think somebody will mention Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> I was going to say, well, sorry, Dan, I'll wire my neck in. Dan, is that a poster of Keir Because that was very laboured. <laughs> wow. wow, wow, wow. Incredible, incredible hmm. patter here on the, on the cross players E3 predictions for 2021. Uh, Nathan, over to you next. What's your prediction? Oi, oi, oi. Number one prediction is... Nintendo know that we like Fire Emblem. Uh, we'll keep buying it because they're they? banging. So, uh, new Fire Emblem game. This time, another Fire Emblem Echoes, like Shadows of Valentia. 
but it's a remake of Genealogy of the Holy War, which is the SNES Fire Emblem which introduced Marth. Because I think this is, for them, a chance to go full circle. Because, like, for them, Marth was the first breakout star, willing them in Smash Brothers. Now, we're the other way. We're sick of Smash Brothers. We're sick of these, these bloody people in, in Smash Brothers. So I think, I think they're going to remake that SNES game in full whack and reintroduce Marth as the kind of star of the franchise. Because now, when I think of Fire Emblem, I think of, like, Lucida, I think of Chrom, I think of, you know, those sort of characters. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, yeah. Did did you play the NES uh, release at all? The one on Switch? Shadow L- something. Yeah, I literally I had, nobody did. I had, yeah. a, I had a wee little we go. We all bought it. I had a wee little go. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's got some quality of life improvements, which I really appreciate. Because I remember getting Fire Emblem Holy War, whatever, the one that came with the Ambassador program on the 3DS. On the 3DS. Um, oh, yeah. And that was, I was like, finally, I'll play a Fire Emblem game. God, it was rough <laughs> that's, that's a real dry game um and then luckily when awakening came out i bought that and i was like well, this is way better amazing um so like i'm appreciative that that remake of the uh, re-release of the nes one um is still the original game but if you want to speed it up and stuff you can like i'm a big fan of that i was listening to uh, ethan on uh palkey's podcast earlier on today and uh, you were talking about picking up that game ethan very eloquently i might add and uh, never playing it either. And I yeah, yeah. I bought it because I was so scared about it going away, even though I've got no interest in ever playing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've, had a, I've had a wee little go, it's fun. A wee little go. Hmm. A wee little go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's back to me now, return serve to the, the host. Uh, and before I go into it, I just want to remind you all that we've actually got a little a little wild predictions video that sh- that should be up at some point as well Dan haven't we on 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 socials uh, where we've got some some even more if these predictions weren't saucy enough for you uh we've got some from the extended team there as well uh, and Can us you, uh, I think as well I'll, I'll do that this evening it'll be a tough wank but I'll do it I'll do it later oh, you, and I'll get it I'll you, get it ready you, for tomorrow you, you take your time with it my friend um it's, it's it'll be up. Should, I mean, we, sh- the- should we shadow drop it on Pornhub that would be quite <laughs> <funny. Like laughs> run it run it as an ad yeah. Right. Fantastic tits, and we'll all be like, "Who are they on about?" Who's talking about? Which one of us needs to. It's me. I need the training bra. Right. So my next prediction is a general a Zelda. This is another Nintendo one. Um, I mean, who could have guessed? Um, it's a a, gen, a Zelda slash general thirty fifth anniversary acknowledgement during this presentation and i think that's how we branch off into zelda that's how we branch off into um metroid as well um so we had a little mario direct didn't we which was like 15 minutes um where they announced the game and watch um mario 35 um the mario items in animal crossing Mm -hmm. um and so yeah yeah so exactly yeah so all that stuff and I think they might do that with Zelda as well. They're either going to rattle off a few little Zelda things, like Zelda items in Animal Crossing, for for instance, or they'll be like, uh, as well as showing whatever game it is, they go, oh, there's going to be a little Zelda thing in a month as well, you know, like a little 10-minute Zelda Direct. Um, so I think that's going to happen. And then um, with regards, they'll also acknowledge Metroid in that as well, and then potentially have like Samus's helmet in Animal Crossing. Because... New Leaf um, is still beating um, New Horizons by quite some, 
quite some space in terms of um, the Nintendo items you could get. You could get so many cool things in that, and it seems like they're trickling yeah. out with New Leaf. So hopefully we get some more during this presentation. Not that I care, because I don't really play Animal Crossing anymore, to be honest. But um, yeah, and then that's how they're going to go into the... Um, with the Samus one. So with the Zelda one, I was thinking uh, Zelda... I don't know, fucking Zelda duvet cover, Zelda um, Animal Crossing items, you know, that sort of Zelda menagerie uh, that, you, that, you, mm. that you want. And then with Samus, that's they've got, again, the Samus Animal Crossing stuff, and then Samus, maybe the Metroid Prime collection um, to hold you over this year, and then Metroid Prime 4 is going to be oh. 2022's situation, and then maybe Samus Ooh. in Fortnite as well for that. That is so a, I'm just I mean, to that's think a... Of, 30, that is 30. a jam-packed prediction, Ethan. Sorry, yeah, I was about pretty... seven predictions in one, so cool. I might have cheated there, but I also am the host, so... Uh... You do what you want. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, for yeah. Samus and Metroid to get that much love, I would cry big, big man tears, because they just seem to have lost their way with that franchise. They seem to yeah. not know what to do. And mm. more importantly, they seem to have lost track of what fans kind of love as well. Like Yeah, all, all half a million of them. I'll yeah. never forget the Metroid Prime Federation Force reveal. And it was like, how can you be this out of touch? Yeah. Like, I know you think it's a good idea for a game, but this could have been any other IP. You, this could have been anything and it would have looked good. Like, I can't believe you're so far removed from what fans love about these games. And the game's good. I've played it. I think it's cracking. Um, it, you know, it got a lot of slack, a, a lot of flack even. Um, and, it, and it could have been better, but like they just seem to not understand the legacy and kind of the reverence around Metroid. So for them mm. to finally treat it with that would be something for me. It would be lovely. Oh, well, um, they've got they've got to acknowledge Zelda's anniversary and it feels like they can't yeah. acknowledge that without acknowledging Metroid. So I think that's yeah. I think they'll both uh, yeah. they'll do it in like a spreadshot approach. Well, Obviously there's Castlevania as well and is it is it Dragon Quest as well? Kid Icarus yeah. Okay. I mean, Kadek. No, so oh, many. I do care about Kadek. Ethan, like. Ethan, do me. And it's do Donkey. Me. It's Donkey Kong's fortieth because they had recently the. Um, <laughs> or not? Yeah, they had recently the Super Smash Brothers tournament of like anniversaries and yes. Yeah, yeah well, Kong... that's what made me think of it. Yeah. I think I think okay. Ben's like literally literally <laughs> sweating from the brow here. Yeah, trying ben, to get his ben, words in. Ben's Ben's gagging so, for it. So uh, let's. Oh, well, go. I. If you if you don't mind coming to me next, because it it kind of follows on from your one. No, go on, um, go on, crack on. Okay, so my my next prediction is I I don't think Nintendo will acknowledge the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda in any way, shape, or form. No, I'm sorry, Nate. I can hear your heart breaking from across the country, but I genuinely I just don't think they're going to mention it. They might mention Breath of the Wild too, but I think their primary focus. If if I was to make this a bit more spicy, I would say the only Zelda game they'll mention is Skyward Sword HD because that's the one they want to advertise and that's the one they want to sell. Heavy that. You know. And after that's after that's been released, then we'll get a direct that specifically yeah. talks about Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, potentially. That, that makes would be more my. Sense. That would be my miserable, cynical bastard <laughs> prediction. See, I agree i in a way i think we're gonna get a zelda 35th direct after skyward sword's been released um, yeah. but i think we're gonna get i think we're gonna get a little tease of breath of the wild 2 because they know we need it mm. they know yeah. we need it and i think they're obliged to show it because they've already announced it so it's, it's they'll either refer, 
Yeah. They said they said we'll hear something later this year though. Yeah. They didn't necessarily say A three. Skyward but Sorry, Skyward Sword's gonna be one of them treehouse games as well, so they'll probably touch on it in the direct, but because we already know most of the stuff about it, they'll be like, Oh uh, don't worry guys, we'll be playing it for three hours and uh at Treehouse oh, and mate. that's how they'll show it. The Treehouse Treehouse will be Skyward Sword and Mario Golf. Yeah. And maybe right. a couple of other things. It'll be an hour of this. one, an hour of the other, and then I think it'll be another game. Smash that, as well. It'll be another game the reveal <laughs> yeah, that's coming in the fall another, as well. It'll be another character yeah. in Smash Brothers, and it'll be how that character plays, and that'll be I, two hours of the Treehouse Direct. I literally, <laughs> I literally have already thought about this. I've thought about if the Treehouse is Skyward Sword gameplay, a game I bought ten years ago and completed. I will be absolutely fuming after two years of little to zilch Nintendo news. I can't yeah, deal with it. You're telling me that you won't absolutely <laughs> love watching someone swinging that Joy-Con around in a little in a little square in the bottom bottom corner of the screen? Because yeah. I'm absolutely going to lap that up like a thirsty dog. If it's anything like the shit original Miyamoto demo, where he's there on the stage blindly swinging it, and someone's like, "Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working?" Oh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they got Joy-Con drift. That would be fucking incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah, just, like, just like edging <laughs> to the side. Oh my god, yeah. That Link war edging. demo. From the Not side. like that. Jesus, that's what happens with drift and Skyward Sword. Yeah, come on guys. Like, Be positive about it. You know, it is the game that preceded Breath of the Wild. That's where they got the I, I absolutely from. love that game and I can't I can't wait to play it again. Um, so, who's next? Yeah, I know I, I, wasn't, I wasn't slating that, by the way. That There was an anti Skyward Sword. It was pure, just. No. Yeah. That's all mm. that I think we'll Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Prediction. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nate, we'll go to you, shall we? Next. I don't even know what order we're doing it anymore, so it doesn't really matter. We'll go to you I, next. I would have thought. Are we keeping a note of Dan these, would by have the been way? next. Dan was first. <laughs> okay. Uh, do, Dan, do Danny Boy. Danny Boy. Do gone. me. Oh, do yeah. me. Mm. Oh. I do me. <laughs> Um, I only put one down. I haven't really thought. About it. So how many, oh, how many were doing? Oh, shit. All right, never mind. Five Ignore each, Dan. No, Five each. One on the spot, because you know what I mean. I'm not like on the fence like Ben. So, so I have to think of another game. Okay, so I think we're going to get some sort of... Let's think of Bethesda. What the fuck are they up to? What's the name of that? that? Starfield. Starfield. Tom Cruise, and we'll find out it is Xbox exclusive, which will finally shut load of people up. 100%. 100%. It is. Like, uh, and the internet will be enraged by it because Todd Howard will come out sucking off Phil Spencer. Oh, Starfield's going to be right. And then everyone will wow. have an absolute frenzy online. Um, but yeah, uh, Even though we don't know what sort of game it is yet. Or anything about it whatsoever. Or that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Prey yeah. two will get announced because I think Prey was a decent. Oh, that would be so that would be amazing. I I'd love that. Mm, I'm up for that. Yeah, Prey was sounds as well. Really good game. Fucking so brilliant. Prey two will get announced, and what else do I think as well? Do we think we'll see anything Elden Ring related? See, I don't think here. Yeah. Because I. I think Elden Ring is going to be tied promotionally in with Sony, mm-hmm. um, so we. I, right, right. I think I think we've got a better chance of seeing Elden Ring at Summer Games Fest because it's more agnostic. Whereas at the moment, E3 is kind of heavily tilted towards Xbox. Yeah. And I and I and looking at From Software and the kind of deals they've made in the past, I think Elden Ring is going to be tied marketing wise mm. towards sony in terms of like better on playstation and that sort of stuff yeah um, uh, i agree i think that is a summer games fest jobby yeah 
uh, I think we're going to see it. I think we have to see it because there's traders in the wild. Bandai Namco would be stupid to keep hiding it. Mm. Um, but but yeah, I I don't think it's going to be at the Xbox conference or anything like that. Yeah, and f- I'll probably go for my final prediction as well. I think we'll see a new Metal Gear Solid game. Um, oh, and mm. yeah, it's not going to be a numbered entry. I think it'll just be a remake of either one or two. More likely Ooh. one. Who buy Blue Point? Yeah, I thought that. Let's go with Blue Point. I couldn't yeah. think of a developer, and I'll just agree with you. Let's make it easy. That so. was the rumor, wasn't it? Was, but was You're it? right it was there, Blue Dan. Point. That's very smart. That's very astute of you. Thank you. Oh, get the praise. Where's my star? <laughs> that was the rumor, wasn't it? It was either Metal Gear Solid 1 or 2 by Blue Point, because Metal Gear Solid 1 has kind of had the Twin Snakes remake. So I think the rumor was maybe Metal Gear Solid 2 by Blue Point. Yeah, but how do you even play mm. the Twin Snakes remake? It's like fucking 400 quid on GameCube, isn't it? Oh, exactly. Fucking re- mate, re-release it. Yeah. Just because you can shoot Yoshi down the sights, it's fucking. Is that? Can you actually eBay. do that? Yeah, Yoshi. Yoshi's in Twin Snakes on GameCube. That's incredible. He's like the, he's the, a mo- the he's monkeys. a model in a room. There's the eight. Oh, it's not monkeys. The apes, aren't they? Are apes, monkeys, or are ape, well, I don't even want to get into that. But the apes from no apes, apes are apes and monkeys are monkeys. They're two separate things. <laughs> What's a chimp then? It's a type of ape. Is it? Yeah. All right. Okay. And it's the only animal that that eats their own kind. <laughs> anyway, move on. <laughs> That's not true. Bullshit. Why don't you eat their Pray own mantis. kind? Um, I don't know. I've no? seen my dog eating some shit. Wow. Looks <laughs> ten to ten. Sorry. Sorry. Just move on. Right, 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 right. Not, past, not past the dog shit watershed yet. I tell you what. Uh, uh, we got how many more predictions have we got, guys? Do you want to? I've got a couple. I've got. I could uh, honestly. I could go all night. I've got loads <laughs> of it. Dan, Game you can borrow some of mine. Out. It's going to have yeah. legs. And it's going to eat Nate's dog shit. Should we Should we go around and shall we Should we rattle them off a bit? Gonna, Are you happy I'll, to do yeah, that? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll fire mine yeah. out. So um, I think it's been long enough that we're going to get Xenoblade Chronicles 3 um, at least announced. Ooh. And I think that is a banger of a Switch Pro showcase. And mm. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was a December game. And other than um, Pokemon this year, we don't have a December game. Which is November, so I, th- I think that fits into that sort of um, that space. Uh, I mm. also talked about a cheeky little cheeky little Earthbound Mother remake oh, in yeah. the plasticine style that the original models for the adverts were made in. Maybe Brilliant made by Gre- may- maybe made by Grezzo in the Elix Awakening engine, or made mm. by Good Feel, who did the Kirby um, Nightmare Curse Wii U game that was plasticine. Um, but Goodfield also did Yoshi's Crafted World and Woolly World, so they're kind of yep. in that that wheelhouse. Uh, and my final one, final one is the return of Wario. Give me WarioWare. Come on. Ooh. Nothing. I if if we get a new hardware, which yeah, maybe we get a Switch Pro, maybe we're not. Give me WarioWare. But I've said since day one, the Switch Joy Cons are begging for a WarioWare game. Yeah. Not one to Switch. Shove your shove your count your balls and milk the cow up your ass. That should have that should have been free in the box. I can't believe that's for forty been, quid. Absolute pish to quote Lewis. And um, so WarriorWare is to me what that idea could have been. Make the most of the Joy Cons. Make them actually seem like they're worth seventy quid and send them back for jo- like for bloody Joy Con drift every two months. Um, <laughs> and like it's just a franchise that I think deserves to be up there with other Nintendo franchises. Mm. Um, so if we get a Switch Pro or any new hardware. I think maybe we get kind of a cool twist on WarioWare because if you remember, they did the WarioWare Twisted on the GBA where um, mm. you know they had it in the cart and you could spin it around. 
you know, on the DS, obviously, we had WarriorWare Touch. Like, WarriorWare loves to do weird stuff with new hardware. So, like... Smooth moves on the Wii, yep. So, like, maybe they do, like, something that slides into the Joy-Cons or something that, like, clips on. Maybe they just have a small weird attachment. Maybe it works with Labo. I think... Shit, what... man. Maybe it works with the Ringcon. Oh, Ooh. that full is circle. it. Hey? Literally like, full circle. I like it. Yeah, I, WarriorWare likes to use hardware in a strange way, and I'd love to see that. So my, my big dream and wish is WarriorWare. I love Just it. Nice. Very, very, very quickly between all of us, like, do we actually think we will see the Switch Pro at E3? No. I haven't got a clue, to be honest with you. I really haven't, because <laughs> no, all, all of my sources... Thomas K and, and HP. I can't. I can't. Dis- I can't disclose HP's uh, full name for. Like I just told him. I just told him I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to him. But both of my sources have um have, have really let me down to be honest. Um, and Nintendo have said that it's software related, haven't they? Uh, which could be a red herring. But I mean, to be honest, at this point, I'm just going to pretend that it doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, th- this yeah. is yeah something that I did want to ask you actually while I remember was. Um, if when, when the Switch Pro comes out and Breath of the Wild 2 is shown on the Switch Pro and it's got all these lovely visuals and stuff, is it okay to accept shoddy performance on games that are running on normal Switch hardware? Because um, you, you see it with new console iterations and uh, fucking Cyberpunk and all these sorts of games where they're showing it running on Bill Gates's fucking fridge. Um, uh, the max, uh, maximum resolution, right? And then, in actual fact, when you're playing it on base hardware, it's not that good because that's a concern for mine, of mine with the Switch Pro is that um, there's going to be mm. games that, that, that chug on it a bit. And, and do we think that's a, okay yeah. to put up with or what do we think? I don't. I, I think you're going to get chug. Like, regardless of what whatever the upgrade is, you're going to get some sort of option on there that you know means you're pushing your base console to the limit. That's why... Everyone had like a screaming PlayStation Four when they were trying to play God of War. It was just it just happened. Even the PS4 Pro was the same. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Nintendo's track record of it, you guys can probably speak a little bit more eloquently on. Um, I think they tend to treat previous gamers with a little bit more respect than yeah. the likes of Sony. And yeah, I think I would say the only um, the only thing for me was um, towards the end of the 3DS life cycle, um, they hmm. didn't. They didn't really. They weren't really asked about the 3D effect, but that's probably they've probably looked at the optics and gone the amount of people that use this effect. It's not worth putting the actual development time into. But I look mm, at a game yeah. like um, Majora's Mask 3D, which I was worried about because they sort of they sort of advertised that on the new 3DS. So I was worried about how that would run, and it ran really well on the base 3DS. So you do make a great point there about. Um, I think they are respectful, um, but yeah. then for those people yeah. that are expecting 4K visuals from Breath of the Wild 2. It's going to look amazing because Breath of the Wild looks amazing anyway, but I don't think you're not going to be seeing incredible stuff because they want to be able, they want it to be able to run really nicely on the normal Switch as well. But super quick on that, like thinking about Cyberpunk, that is just a complete red herring in gaming. Like nobody expected that game to tank the way that it did, and they were insidious in the way that they pushed that game out on PC specifically. Um, I don't think many other developers or publishers would be that nefarious in the way that they yeah. you know control you, you, uh, or just just the way that they're trying to push their games out i just like, don't think that'll ever happen again hopefully won't ever happen again yeah like nintendo are historically 
really respectful of past generations. Every handheld has had the option up until the Switch to play the previous generation. Like in the DS, they put a GBA player in the bottom. Like mm. they go out of their way to be respectful of the amount of people that have already spent the money on these Nintendo devices. So like, yeah, these games are going to look better on Switch Pro, but I think that's going to be because of stuff like the DLSS upscaling, mm. which doesn't necessarily mean the game's going to be made to be better for the Pro. I think it just yeah. means that the Pro can make it look better, yeah, which yeah. is a different thing entirely. The Switch Lite screen was like, yeah, the Switch Lite screen was better. I think yeah. Well, yeah. quite a few yeah, people yeah, yeah. preferred the Switch Lite screen, but mm. in terms of like. The thing I like about Nintendo, it's like the expansion pass on the N64. God rest its soul. Um, but when that went in, that that was a gatekeeping device from certain games. Like, was it Rogue Leader or Rogue Squadron on the N64? I can't remember which one it was. But you could not play that game without the expansion pass. So it was mm. like, right, stop dead. You can't play that game. But yeah. didn't the 3DS... New had a couple of games, didn't it? Xenoblade Chronicle, Chronicles was one yeah. that was an exclusive. Yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors. Fire Emblem so Warriors and Minecraft. Yeah. So there's a precedent for that. I think Nintendo are willing to go, right, okay, we're not going to make sure this is right for yeah. current Switch. But It's not working well. It's but that's for, look, we, we've all been trained now to upgrade our mobile phones every yeah. year or two. I think Nintendo are aware of that. I think all the console manufacturers are. You know, They're all doing similar stuff like xbox is are doing this as we speak yeah. like you can you can play all these games on your xbox one if you want to but if you want it at 120 frames per second and like yeah. all the bells and whistles then you're going to need to upgrade and i think it'll be the same from nintendo and yeah. I, I generally think consumers will be okay with that because we're so used to doing that with I, other technology i think the one thing with Nintendo is they know the line in the sand. They released Hyrule Warriors for 3DS and they got a load of flack for it because mm. that ran like absolute molasses um, <laughs> unless you had a new 3DS. So the ones after that, they were like, right, this is new 3DS exclusive. They took mm. the brunt of that and it was obviously lower sales, but they just bottom line didn't want people to play that at a lower experience. And I think they'll always have that in mind. So I think stuff like Breath of the Wild 2 and maybe Metro Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3, like, even though the Switch is kind of a Wii U Pro, we're kind of still on the same hardware and it's kind of like 10 years of similar hardware. Until we get a generational leap, I think they're always going to have that respect for the people that did put their money down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Just to... Um, you mentioned Xenoblade there, and Nate, that was one of your predictions, Xenoblade 3. Do you think there's a chance we'll get Xenoblade Chronicles X for Switch? Yeah, See, I've I've thought this, because um, I think it deserves another chance. That I That is my favourite after the original. Um, I, 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 to be fair, there's only three, and unfortunately Xenoblade uh, 2 is last. Um, and they talked about, because if you remember... Uh, when Xenoblade Chronicles X came out, so that's an open world game that's got a lot of exploration, it's kind of seamless open world. One of the best ways you could play it was they highly advised that you get a USB and you download some of the textures and stuff. Like, so I got a little, I got a little, no, but genuinely, I remember I got, that. Oh my god, that's just give me a yeah. horrible flashback to that era. But that's because the internal memory of the Wii U was so bad. They were like, please buy a dongle so you can play our game. <laughs> so I got I, I, I got a USB and I downloaded the textures and stuff. And, and someone talked about kind of if we were to release it for the Switch, it would take up so much space hmm. because we want it to play seamlessly. But as we move towards the Switch Pro, I think we are kind of looking at Nintendo rolling out um, uh, higher 
capability in the actual cartridges. Nintendo want the thing, their games to be physical, they want it to be all on physical, and they consider Monolith Soft to be, a, are they a first party studio? So if Xenoblade Chronicles mm. X ever does come over, it's gonna come over in a way that it's all on one cart. Mm. So whether mm -hmm. it's a 64 gigabyte cart or whatever, maybe that is a Switch Pro exclusive, um, but I, I think the time to get that game is, is getting nearer and nearer, and it, and it really deserves it. I loved that game so much, other than the dog shit music when you're in the hub area. Cool. Well, What's with you and dog shit tonight? Dog sorry, shit on the mind. I guess that is a saying I use too much. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, Mon Monolith, Monolith Soft are working on Breath of the Wild too, aren't they? So I think we're more likely they to are see indeed. we're more likely to see a re-release of Xenoblade Chronicles X than a new Xenoblade game. To be honest, before we see but, that. But the last release was a remake with Xenoblade right, Chronicles. Right, okay. Yeah. I, I don't think they can get away with it. Yeah. I think they have to do new game and maybe remake. I see, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see, won't we? It's only a few days away, but uh, over to Not long. over to Ben. Uh, you've got some incredible predictions for us, so let, let's hear them. Let's oh, go. Just amazing stuff. Um, no, I've got, I've got a few left. Uh, I think we are going to see... We're going to get a release date for Cuphead's The Delicious Last Course DLC, uh, and that release date is going to coincide with the the release of the Netflix animated That's a series. That's because mm -hmm. Netflix has a show as well, that. doesn't it, coming up? Yeah, so I think the we'll see that show. same date. Yeah, it's good. I, I can't wait. Like, you know, you always see like on Twitter people remaking like Bloodborne in Cuphead style and things like that. Mm. Like that, yeah, I can't wait for that. Such a cool game and that's going to be a good series. So I'm more hopeful that that happens, to be honest. Um, other one... I think we'll get a release date for Halo Infinite, and I think that release date will coincide with another massive release from from a different uh, studio, and it will just happen to be the same day. And that will be a massive that will be a massive news story, and everyone will be geared up for it, and it'll be a big old head to head do, event. Do you think they're going to do the multiplayer separate first? Or do you think it's going to be all the whole package on on one day? I think they'll do it all one day. I think it will be just yeah, because the the multiplayer is free to play, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to. I think, so it's I think going to they'll. Be, yeah. I think they'll use that as a way to kind of get people on board with the single player campaign. I'd like so to see them come out the same if they day. owned Craig. It is Craig, isn't it? That was the name of the. Yeah, yeah, look at the kind of meme of it. But if they <laughs> if they owned Craig, that would be a good move, very sensible move. Well, like. And they are quite playful with their marketing these days, so I could could quite easily see like a, a head to head comparison shot of this is how Craig looked one year ago, yeah. and this is how he looks now, and it just looks I'd, like, I'd just like yeah. Master Chief to take his model. helmet off, and it is Craig. Be <laughs> <laughs> but like a really pixelated, takes it, Craig. Off, takes it off, and it's Ben. And you're like, what the what? Or Todd, or Todd Howard? How good would that be if he took, if Master Chief took his helmet off and went, "It's me, Todd Howard." And guess what? Starfield's the game that's coming out on the same day. So make your choice. <laughs> um, another one just on in Xbox World. Still, I think uh, we will see more Japanese titles coming to Game Pass. I think we might see something from Atlas. Yeah. So whether mm. that is maybe persona 5 there's a lot of uh speculation about that as as there always is um or something like 13 sentinels aegis rim or something something kind of again they've they've had 
Dragon Quest on there. They've got all the Yakuza games on there. I think they'll carry on down that path mm. as Sony kind of distances themselves yeah. from the Japanese market. I think Xbox will continue trying to ingratiate themselves with it. Uh, and then finally, I think we'll get both Smash Brothers characters revealed. Yeah, and I think one yeah. of them will be Lara Croft. Ooh. Oh, right. Uh, and the final one will either be Waluigi or a Sony character, Ooh. like from a okay. from a Sony staple. A Sony yeah, so character. like so like Ratchet and Clank or Kratos or something like that. Just something completely that nobody's even seen coming. Imagine it was a Bloodborne Hunter. Yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. Amazing. We also, um, um, I was going to say, Microsoft like to announce acquisitions at E3, don't they? Because they mm. did it with, who was the Hellblade developer? I'm sure they told us. Ninja Theory? Yeah. They announced oh, uh, that. Oh, why? Uh. And then the, uh, the barrage of uh, console exclusive. And it was yeah. like, console exclusive, next exclusive. And we're like, what? It's like four yeah. different kinds of exclusive now. So I wonder if they've, um, yeah, wonder if there's been any conversations over another studio to acquire. Yeah. They're going to add another. Yeah, and some more IP. I tell you what, Ben. I hope, I hope they don't though. Mm. Yeah. I think they yeah. could do with just having a bit of a back off like moment of but, like it's all we're like, throwing all our money around. We're going to buy out the whole industry. I think they could, from a PR perspective, they could do with just yeah. scaling back. Sorry, Nate, you were going to say. I was going to say you mentioning Cuphead made me think about. I wonder if in Nintendo's uh, conference, like in 2018. We're going to see a Hollow Knight reveal and maybe Shadow Drop. What Silk Song? It's been two years since Silk Song yeah, was yeah. announced no and shown. Way. Yeah, they they did say that they they're not they don't have anything to announce, didn't they? I mean, it could be bullshit, but I think oh, a couple okay. of weeks ago, Team Cherry came out and said, "Don't we're not going to be announcing anything." Oh, I didn't. Re- I haven't heard that. Sorry, yeah, I thought they'd yeah. just been quiet for a while. It's taken them a long time on that see, team. Is it? It is just in. in- yeah. Considering they had that playable demo of mm. Silk Song two mm. years ago, yeah, and it looked it looked pretty good then. Um, and Australia's been kind of a bit better than us in terms of COVID, and plus it's a small team; it's kind of like three or four of them. Um, and like obviously, you like uh, they've just got like um, yeah, one guy on the art and one guy on programming stuff. Like so, whatever they do is going to take a long time. But it feels like they were kind of set up to work within working from home stuff already. Right. So, but who knows? I think that their original plans for Hollow Knight were to make it a four to six hour game, and they were like, "We'll make it quite small, and then we'll see what happens." And then it ballooned wildly out of proportion. And yeah. I, I imagine so, so it's probably the same thing. Yeah. They've just got more ideas, and they're really talented. And now they've got this wave of support behind them. So good on them. Take however long you need. Make it as big as you want. Like I, I can't wait for that game, but I will wait however long it takes for them to make it because those guys are so talented. Definitely. Um, and just get back to my Smash predictions. Ooh. What, what, what are you guys thinking? Well, this. Do you think we'll get? Do you think we'll get them both now? This leads. This leads perfectly into my, um, into into my sort of last last prediction before we get onto the little game. So, does anyone? What, what are you? What are your two guys' Smash thoughts? And then I'll go into my little quick cookies. Right, so I've. I've got my predictions and I've got my wants. So my mm. pre- my predictions are Doom Guy and <laughs> okay. and Urbosa from uh, Breath of the Wild. Is that a prediction or a want? Like? It's both. <laughs> but if I could have anything, my wants 
are Leon and Claire from Resident Evil, because I think it's wild okay. that Resident Evil isn't represented in Smash Brothers more than stickers. Uh, yeah. And the second one is Professor Layton. <laughs> I would, I'd love to have Professor Layton. Or, similarly, Phoenix Wright. Well, there, there is going to be a Phoenix Wright game at the, um, is it Capcom? The Capcom uh, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the Great Ace Attorney, that game's being localised, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. What about you, Dan? I'm trying to literally look around the room, and I instantly saw a... The Mandalorian. Yeah, the Mandalorian, and... Grogu is I, I, coming I to like, smash. How funny would it be if he would be in it? Uh, and I was like, Totoro, <laughs> that'd be quite cool. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to say VV from Final Fantasy IX. Uh, and I'm going to go with Tom Selleck. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I've got no idea on the second one. They're just literally shooting shit. Um, yeah, I like Vivi from Final Fantasy IX. And let's go with Tom DeLong. I'm just throwing out names now. Fucking hell, move on. Please move on. Save me from my... Anybody Tom, else? Tom Selleck, of course. Uh Monica's love interest in Friends, who turned mm-hmm. down the role of Indiana Jones. Really? Did you, if you okay. knew that, yeah. Uh, you, you would have made a good Indiana Jones, wouldn't he? But not as good as um, as Harrison Ford. And it's that was a complete non sequitur. But could they show the Indiana Jones game? Oh yeah, good that's point. Bethesda. Yeah. Isn't it? That's yeah, years away. You reckon? You don't reckon Tom, Todd Howard's coming out in a leather jacket with the uh, with the end with the hat on and whip? <laughs> that would whip. be incredible. That, that's like me and a level in it. Yeah, they're one more thing. It's just him rolling under a door. Who do you, re- who do you reckon's going <laughs> to win between Miyamoto coming out with the Hillian sword and shield and Todd Howard wearing the full Indiana Jones gar- Indiana Jones garb? <laughs> I'd be, it'd be Tom Howard, like you just said. It'll be to Devo whip it. You'll see that bass like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I, I think if, if then, um, yeah, Keanu Reeves pulls up and it's cyber. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think if um, if Todd Howard's trained and uh, skillful enough with the whip, he could whip the the uh, Master Sword out of out of Shigeru Miyamoto's hand quick enough. But if he's too slow, then Miyamoto blocks it with a Hillian shield and then impales him with a Master Sword. Um, so I th- yeah. I think Todd Howard whips Miyamoto and then fires copies of Skyrim like Shuriken into his eyes. <laughs> no, Todd Howard just turns around and goes, Skyrim's already installed within you. And then he just like, like he just shuts down. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so... You're speaking of um, Smash Brothers and Crash Bandicoot is coming to E3 in some capacity, ladies and gentlemen. He's good friends with um, with Jeff Keighley. So it's potentially some sort of summer, summer games thing. Um, and he's coming to he's definitely coming to E3 in some capacity. There's rumors, there's tinfoil hat theories that it's going to be Smash Brothers, um, but I think it's best case scenario it's going to be Crash Crash for Smash. I really hope that happens. Um, worst case scenario is it's just to announce the new series, the new season in the uh, mobile game Crash on the Run, because <laughs> okay. um, Spyro is coming to that game. They've teased it already. Um, and that's the worst case scenario is that he just pops up in a summer games fest stream. The guy dressed up in a costume makes a little joke <laughs> and then goes, "Oh yeah, it's a mobile, the new mobile game stuff." That's worst case. Um, and then there's also rumours of a um, Toys for Bob were working on a sort of multiplayer aspect to Crash Bandicoot um, Four, which could be cool. They dropped it. Um, it's nicknamed Wumpa League amongst fans. Um, some sort of PvP thing or like some sort of like multiplayer crash thing. 
maybe like Crash Bash, like mini games and stuff. So it could be that as well. Um, so there's multiple different ways there. And I put one thing as well in, is that if Crash does come to Smash, I'd love to see the Crash Bandicoot costume as a Mii Fighter costume. How good would that be? That'd be so good. Uh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. So that... Because if you remember the um, advert from the 90s where he stood outside Nintendo's headquarters going, Hey there, plumber boy! <clears throat> it would just be amazing <laughs> to be able to beat the shit out of uh, Mario as that that Mii Fighter uh, Crash suit. Um, so that's that. And then the only other thing that I'd like to see um, is Rayman return in some way. Um, I mean, hopefully at the Ubisoft conference. The, there's, there's, there's stuff about Rayman 4 um, being in development. Uh, by Phoenix Studios before they made it into a Rayman uh, Rabbids thing and mm. the concept for that game is so good it's like the idea for the game was you start off in a, a boot camp for video game characters so it's really self-aware and you realize that you're actually a, a Rayman being controlled by the player and then there's a bunch of different Rayman around and just seeing what what Insomniac have done with Ratchet and Clank I think I'd love to see Rayman return to a 3D platformer, um, mm. but yeah. So hopefully we, we see that in some capacity at the, the Ubisoft showcase. But um, is that is that all of our is that all of our uh, predictions? Yeah, Very meaty so, that yeah. one. Yeah, meeting pretty Love much. It. Okay, so we have actually got a prediction from Jason, haven't we? Which was a little uh, audio file. So should, should we wrote that in now? No. No, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so on to the... <laughs> so this little game, ladies and gentlemen, is called Save the Date. Now, the aim of the game is I've got 10 video games here, and I'm going to ask you the game, and you've got to tell me the the release date of the game. So I'll go to one person first, um, then I'll go to the next person who can go higher or lower, then I'll go to the third person who can go higher or lower, and then... You've got to tell me the year in which this game was released. Does that sound good? Quite simple. Mm, Do it. Sense. Let's simple. go. Let's go. Yep. Cracking. So I'll go to you first, Ben, since you graciously um, waited to last with the predictions. Um, and number one is Doom, the original Doom game. 1992. Okay, we got 1992 from Ben. Dan. Do you want to go higher or lower than 1992? What are you, what are you thinking? I, I was going to go higher, and I genuinely was going to say 1993. So, sorry, Ben. Going to be that oh, guy. Going to be that guy. 1993. Good, good show. Nate, what are you thinking for Doom? The seminal John Romero, John Carmack video what? game. I can't, I can't have to have a choice, do I? I don't think it's 1991. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think it's one of those two, but I guess I can't choose them. So I guess I'll go 1994. You're going to go 1994. Um... Okay, well, the correct answer was 1993. Dan, you are bang on the money, my friend. Wee. Bang on the money. Do we, do we, am I going to force you to pick a different year? I'm guessing that's how it's going. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you are. Okay. Yeah. I suppose what, uh, what, what country are we basing this on, by the way? Oh, it's it's first release. Uh, are you just Googling okay. it now? Yeah. I, I was thinking that, but um, <laughs> it's just, it, it's first release, yeah. Um, so okay, so number two, we're going to go over to you, Dan Ward, first. So you get the first, you get first dibs on this one. It's one point to you, and now you're going next. So number two is Super Mario Galaxy Two on the Nintendo Wii. What what year did that game release in? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Nate, what are you thinking? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine from Nate. Ben, what are you thinking? Two 
2008. Well, the closest person who is on the receiving end of a uh, an arbitrary point is Nate because he guessed 2009. The correct answer is 2010, actually. So okay. you were the closest to that. Didn't take so that's that long. Yeah, Galaxy yeah. One was 2007, that. wasn't it? It was only like a year and a bit after. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's one. So what's that? We're on Dan one, Nate one. Right. Question three. What's Ben on? Ben is on um, uh, zero. Uh, There's no way of knowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, Ben, here's your time to redeem yourself. Nate, surely. Bioshock. Surely, surely you've got to go to Nate first. Is it? Is it Nate first? Yeah, you you haven't done me first yet. I'm fucking mental, man. Uh, Okay, Nate, it's Bioshock. (laughs) I'm gonna go 2007. 2007. Ben, what are you thinking? Hmm. Was that Ben? Yeah. Uh, I'll go 2000 and 12. Okay. Down. 2011. 2011. The correct answer was 2007. You've absolutely smashed it there, Nathan. You've absolutely Brilliant. smashed it. <laughs> Early, that one. Early. Yeah. Bi- Bioshock Infinite, I think, is 2011. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. That's it what it doesn't matter either because yeah. it's not one of the questions. So we'll go swiftly on to number four, um, which is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, ladies and gentlemen. Can you remember which Olympic Games? I mean, do you even. Are you even asked enough about the Olympic Games to remember the years in which they took place? But can you I'm remember which. Think. Uh, so I don't think it was. Uh, I mean, is it just. Who's going first? Ben, you're first on this one, aren't you? We're back round to you again. Uh, 96. 96? No, that's too early. Yeah. That's way too that early. That is too early. I'll, I'll tell you that. Stupid. No. Uh, 2004. 2004. Okay. Dan, what are you thinking? Um, it's every four years. Take your time, mate. 2008? 2008, okay. And Nate, what are you thinking? Well, it's kind of... I can't pick another year because there weren't any Olympics <laughs> in 2009, were they? Well, that that's assuming that... Um, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. It didn't start with the Winter Olympics, did it? It's 2008, I know it is. Awkward, mate. Okay, so... I, gu- I guess I'll say 2012 and be wrong. Yep, you're wrong. And um, Dan has <laughs> got the point there. Um, but funnily enough, it's actually 2007. So you could have you could have tried to be to be clever about it there. And uh, oh, could have been a smart ass. Yeah, you could have been a smart ass, but uh, you didn't. So so that's two yeah. two. Everyone everyone's got two. Yes, two that's points. two for Dan, two for yeah. Nate, and Ben. Uh, we won't say what you're on <gasps> but, to save a bit of face. Uh, <laughs> you went first on that one, didn't you, Ben? So how many more questions Dan? are there, by the way? <laughs> what? How many more questions are there? Uh, there's only a few left. I'll rattle off. Oh, don't worry. You've got a chance to redeem yourself. There's, there's, we've got five yeah, I don't more. I think he was asking because okay. he was being like grumpy and rude. I think oh, he was asking because he wants anymore. to win the oh, fucking just, game. You want to win. Okay. <laughs> so there's plenty of chance you to win. There's plenty of chance you to win. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Right. Okay. Um, Let's do bizarre, Ben. Getting a bit more. We're getting a bit more succulent here, guys. It's uh, number five and it's um, Pong. Dan, you, you go first. 
seven. Okay. Uh, Nate? 1969. Okie dokie. Okay. And Ben, what are you thinking? I am going to... I'm just going to go 1970 then. 1970? I think it was in the 70s. Yeah, ben, you've got your first point. Well done. It's 1972 was the oh, um, first release of the Pong uh, arcade cabinet in North America, I believe. Um you can assume that I'm very knowledgeable about this sort of thing, but it's actually the result of a late night Wikipedia search. So, uh, <laughs> you say that as you will. Next question, number six. Um, it's back over to who's first? Nate, you're first now on this guess, are you? Yeah, go on. Go on, then, on. It's Street Fighter 3, the arcade version. So, Street Fighter 3 came to arcade and Dreamcast. Um, we had a bit of a wait between that and um, Street Fighter 4. I'll tell you that Get for free, guys, as a little clue. Um, but it's Street Fighter 3 in the arcade. When do you think it released? Maybe... I don't need maybes. I need, def- I need, uh, I need definite. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 1997 and then maybe 1999, 2000 for Dreamcast. But I, re- I reckon 97 in arcades. Okay. Ben? Uh, 98. Okay, Dan? Oh, 1996. Do you know what, mate? You're an absolute savant of this because it's 1997. You absolute shit house. Oh. Incredible, incredible uh, skill there. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> was that an impression of uh, Bon Voyage from The Incredibles? <laughs> it was an impression of Lewis. Is that not? Ah, uh, right, okay. <laughs> My mistake. Uh, ben, back round to you to get you another point, potentially. Number seven is The Stanley Parable. The full release of the game. So The, the Stanley Parable started off as a um, Half-Life mod, but this is the, the actual retail game release. Jesus. The Stanley Parable. What do you think? I genuinely don't have any... <laughs> fucking clue well the, the, uh, the problem you've got here as well is is you can't base your decision off the other two guys because they're you're, you're first so no you, you're gonna struggle there but uh, yeah come on i believe in you uh 2001 2001 mm. okay considering half of two came out uh well, we, we won't reveal that but it might be a bit of a uh, questionable answer that um Dan, we'll go on to you next. It's highly questionable. <laughs> I thought it was quite recent. Um, 2012. Okay, Nate. I'm going to say 2009. Dan, you are the winner. It's Well, you're not the winner yet, but you're the winner of this point. It's 2013. Oh. Oh. Take that. Okay. Close. We were all close. Yeah, well close. <laughs> yeah, we were all close. Yeah. You, it was in the, it was in the 2000s. You're you're in the right century. Got the so right millennium, you're, you're fuckers. The, yeah. Yeah. Um. Right. Saying that in the bedroom. Okay, we're Dan. All close. Dan, you're up next. Okay. It's um braid, the seminal indie video game, the Xbox Live Arcade smash hit, yeah, the one where you can reverse time. You remember that little painterly style? Lovely game. Uh, Braid. When do you think that came out? Jonathan Below. That's right, yeah. There you go. That's the 
sexy gaming brain kicking in. Um, twenty twelve. Uh, let's go with two thousand and ten. Okay, Nate. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, we came out in 2006, so the Xbox 360 came out 2006 as well. It was an Xbox Live Arcade showcase game, so it was about that region. I'm going to go 2009. I'm just going to undercut it. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. Ben, what do you think? 2008, then. <laughs> okay. Oh, cheeky. So, Dan, yours, Dan, was yours 2010, yeah? Yes. All right, so it's three, it's three years, isn't it? Really, it's very, uh, very close. This one, boys, but it's Ben. You're getting the point. It's 2008. Woo! Bang on the money, my friend. Wow, nice. I knew it. I was never in doubt. Never. Right. In doubt. <laughs> if you had gone first, you would have had no idea. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, who? I'm. I'm really sorry. I'm keep forgetting who's first now. Who's first? Is it? Who just went? Oh, Nate, did you just... Uh, Dan just went. Ben you should be back around to me by now. It's Nate now. Is it not Ben? No, <coughs> oh, no, 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 yeah, it's Nate. Sorry, sorry. Ben. Oh, see, I just, I just can't wait for E3. Do you know what I mean? My, 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 my mind's in a different place. <laughs> uh, right, number nine. Feeling fine. It's The Simpsons. Hit and run. Oh, what game? Two thousand and one. Oh, I was going to say. Ooh. Ooh, uh, ben, what do you think? I can What do I think? Don't Google it. I can see you. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my bed. <laughs> um, with a copy of Simpsons Home Run just uh, happens to be <laughs> undressing. <laughs> Bit of late night reading um, the manual. <laughs> 2000. 2000. Okie dokie. Dan, to finish, bring us home. Pardon? I actually think Nate's already got it. Um, 2002. 2002. Well, I believe 2002 is uh, more of a Simpsons road rage year. Um, but you're still the winner of the point, Dan, because the Simpsons hit run came out in 2003. So oh, shit. Okay. Y- y- you're on it. There. What? You're you're on it like a car bonnet, as are many of the civilians uh, living in Springfield when they're hit by a a speeding family <laughs> sedan. Um. So Dan's on four points now, and then so Ben, unfortunately, you can't win this anymore. But um, it's been an absolute honour being on this podcast with you, and um, I hope many of your predictions. In fact, I don't hope your predictions come true because you you were. Uh, Nay saying the Zelda stuff, so um, you can't win. Nate, you can you can even out the score here and, and leave with your dignity still intact, potentially. Dan, wow. you can you've at least drawn now. Happy so with that. again, I'm asking you gentlemen to remind me who's go at this because I've fucking forgotten again. I think it is me, it's me. Ben. Okay, fucking take hell. us home. Yeah. Ben, number ten is Rayman Legends. Two thousand and <laughs> he's got no idea. Two thousand and 
10. Okay. Dan? <laughs> do you say ban or do you say Dan? Was it I, said da- I don't know what I said, to be honest, but either <sighs> way, imagine. it was similar to your name, so that indicates it's your go. Nate looks cocky and arrogant about this. What? No, I don't. Pretty sure I he's got Will. Poker, can I? <laughs> he's got his, he's got Willow between his legs, and he's just like, "Yeah, this is going to happen. I've got this." Willow, Willow's got his copy of Rayman Legends in his mouth. He's brought him it. <laughs> <laughs> Get a treat later. Um, I'm trying to think what console it came out on. Oh, it's pissing me off. What did, Even I know that. What did you say, Ben? 2010, I think I said. 2008. Okay. Nate? Uh, so, Rayman Legends was originally announced as a Wii U launch title, which came out in 2012. It was then <laughs> delayed, so it could be also released simultaneously for the PS4 and the Xbox. So, Rayman Legends actually came out, I think, I think, in 2013, but even if I guess that and it's 2012, I'm the closest. Well, I hate to, uh, I hate to fulfil your your little ego trip there, but unfortunately, you are bang on the money. It's 2013, so <laughs> you, you're absolutely right, Nate. And uh, it really hurt me that you know because after hearing mm. Eve's Gil Gilmo come out and going, "This is a Wii U exclusive, guys." You know, we're going full in on the Nintendo Wii U. It was Wii so U. shit. It was incredible. That game was incredible. Mate, it's Rayman Legends is the best two D platformer of still like other than maybe Tropical Freeze yeah. of the last ten years. It's an absolute banger, yeah, and the cracking. Wii U version is still by far the best version. Yeah, yeah, because you do you remember when you pause it and you can play little tunes on there, popping the balloons on the gamepad. Mate, it's so good, it's really so good. good. Yeah, so I recommend that one because it's on uh, Switch and it's not. It's actually not. You can get that physically on Switch for quite cheap as well. So. Um, not to mm. not to push people to buy even more fucking games for the Switch, but I uh, recommended. Do watch out for the code in the box version, though. Don't be fooled. I would genuinely. That. There is one not going to. If if you have both a Switch and a Wii U, I'd say get Rayman Legends for Wii U. The uh, Switch version is weirdly compressed. It doesn't look oh, as really? good, and 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 it doesn't have the fun uh, controls that the Wii U does. Right. So if you've got both, just get it on Wii U. You've, you're getting everything you'd get on the Switch. Hell yeah! Well, I, I got it. I haven't got it on the uh, Switch because I play. I, I have it on Wii U, but um, that's that's good to know. And Ben, that's a shout as well. To be fair, because they did they did reprint the game, but when they reprinted it, it is just the code in the box. So, yeah, like you say, mm. if you're looking out for it and you want to get it physically, then make sure you get one that uh, says physical game card. But that brings us to a close, um, gentlemen. I know that I've absolutely chunted away and probably wasted your evening here, but um, it's been an absolute honor and privilege serving with you, giving you these these e3 predictions um again guys we're going to be covering e3 in in a bigger capacity doing little live streams doing little videos doing little little jokes having a laugh and reporting the news um of e3 but where can we find you people if we if we wanted to go onto the internet and and, you know seek you out to to see more of what you've done um ben we start with you Where, where can we find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Benji Kong. Fantastic. Nathan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nathan Destroy, and I'm features editor for Switch Player Magazine and a contributing writer for The Gamer. 
banging. And you did a, a, a good, um, you mentioned it before, didn't you? Your um, Nintendo Life thing as well. That's cool. Good one. That was a banger. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, though I had loads of people in the comments going, actually, I think you're wrong. So um, <laughs> to, to anybody who thinks that's a good, a good way to spend your time, fuck off. I'd appreciate it if you didn't do my read my comment out in that voice in future. <laughs> but, um, Dan, where can we where can we find you? You can f- you can find me on Amazon trying to find a copy of Rayman Legends because I've got absolutely no need for that game, but for some reason now I want to buy it, which always happens. Uh, or buy you can it, get find the steel me on... book and return it. Has it got a steel book? No, there's no, no steel book. Oh, an absolute arsehole. I got my hopes up then. Sorry. Just like Laurie this week when he was trying to announce the Switch Pro, be through his source and then went offline and then, oh, I'm sorry, I'm joking. Prick. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at... Dan I don't know what you're talking about because you put a fucking fake fake screenshot in the chat as well, which I'm <laughs> I did. I did do that. Who I fell think. for that? Was it Jason as well? I, I fell, for it, yeah. fell for it, I was mugged beyond Ethan belief was, by that, you know. Ethan was Googling. Uh, it Jason was, was online, yeah. It was the four cartridge slots that gave it away for me. <laughs> That's the thing. Like much like much like many other people on the internet, I, I glance at something and take it as fucking gospel. So I, I didn't even stop to look at the bloody four cartridge <laughs> cartridge slots. For fuck's sake! Uh, right, and you can find me online at um, HTTPS at HTTPS Ethan Games, which is an incredible Twitter handle. So uh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this has been the Crosscast, and uh, enjoy E3, guys, if you're listening, and uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Wouldn't want to be, well, I don't know who you are, but I'd, I'd, I might want to be you. Yeah.